You guys, I have not asked really anybody for sponsorship, but I've always wanted a whiskey sponsor. You know, just, I'm a cheap guy. I just want a little bit of free whiskey to enjoy and to give to my guests, but it has to be a whiskey that I actually believe in and enjoy. Which brings me to this right here for all those of you on patreon.com slash Podcast. You can see this big fat bottle of whiskey I just put in front of me from West Bottoms Whiskey Co. here in Kansas City, Missouri. Unbelievable. So I just had Alex on that's the owner and brains behind this company. We had a great time. We hit it off. You guys are going to enjoy this episode. I'm going to be honest and real. I asked a lot of good questions because I'm the best podcaster in Kansas City. As uh, Kansas City Magazine recognized, and you guys have recognized, you already know what it is. (laughs) And of course, I'm just, you know, having a good time. Alex was a really good time. We got great information, great entertainment. I think everyone's going to like this episode, whether you like whiskey, hate whiskey, are from Kansas City, or if you're from Atlanta, or Florida, or Frankfurt, Germany, this episode's good, with a lot of good information, and I cannot thank him enough. We have a new sponsor, you guys. Kansas City Whiskey Co. West Bottoms, I'm sorry, (laughs) I fucked it up already. You guys are going to fire me. It's Kansas City Whiskey. It's a style of whiskey from West Bottoms Whiskey Co. in the West Bottoms. Uh, We're going to start having some more interesting drunk podcasts, I think. (laughs) I can't thank thank him enough for uh, putting his faith into this podcast and uh, just helping me out. And in turn, I really, you guys know, as anal as I am about sponsorship, and about what I put my name on. I haven't done it yet. So you know if I actually do it. I believe in it. And I believe in Alex. And this is good whiskey. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I love you all. Enjoy this episode. Follow him at uh, you know West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Or West Bottoms Whiskey on all the platforms. Enjoy, guys. Please go buy some of this whiskey. Please try it. If you're out in the Kansas City area and they offer it on the menu, uh, Harry's Country Club offers it. A bunch of other local places have it. Swordfish Tom's. Just try it. Get an old-fashioned. Go down to, they call it the parlor in the West Bottoms, his tasting room. They've got like five amazing whiskey drinks. Just support those that support the people you love. Amen. Right? Can I get an amen? Uh, episode one six fifth. I don't know. One hundred and something. Joyous episode, guys. Uh, Neanderthal Pod on Instagram. I don't know. Patreon.com. Neanderthal Podcast. If you want to, you know, give me a dollar a month. That's it, everybody. Enjoy the episode. Love you all. Bye. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Will no topic is off. Here's your host, my daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the new pod- podcast. Boom, talk, boom. In three, two, one. 
Boom, Sherlock. Boom. We got Alex with West Bottoms Whiskey. What's up, man? Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm excited to be here in this awesome studio, by the way. This is really cool. Thank you very much. I love that. You just gave me goosebumps. I mean, you told me that earlier, but then on mic sitting out in the moment, now I'm feeling it. Now it's go time for the podcast, and you tell me you like my studio. Give me a little goosebumps. It yeah. energizes me. I love... Who doesn't like a good compliment? I need my ego stroked. <clears throat> yeah, we all need that validation, right? Yeah. Thanks, man. I worked hard on it, and I... Yeah. You... Uh, I like uh, everything about... Your whiskey company? Did you? This was your design? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't draw. I, I, I basically took a pretty shitty drawing of like something I liked, and then sent it to a friend who sent it to a friend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he uh, designed them out. His name is Murdoch, by the way. Um, he's kind of like the embodiment of uh, yeah, the West Bottoms and everything I loved about it in the pre-prohibition time period. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. You are Alex with West Bottoms, as I said, and you came bearing gifts so before yeah. sometimes people wait till the microphone is on but you couldn't wait you're like i gotta give you these things now well i was thirsty uh, honestly <laughs> i just needed to get something to drink uh yeah yeah i brought some bottles for you guys so he brought whiskey guys brought whiskey. my favorite my favorite this is why i invited him on the show i was hoping he would bring whiskey that's it after we drink these you can leave okay cool thanks all right so Cheers. What do we got here? Uh, so, yeah, this is a Kansas City whiskey. Uh, start off with that. Um, yeah, cheers. Charles, All salute. Right. Right. It's a, a blend of uh, bourbon, rye, and uh, a very dry Oloroso sherry, and it's 94 proof. But, well, here's to uh, West Bottoms Whiskey Company. Yeah, a co. Co. Okay. Here, <laughs> yeah, here's, company. <laughs> here's the West Bottoms, West Bottoms whiskey, whiskey, whiskey Co. Whiskey Co. I thought it tasted some rye. I'm just curious. Mm. There's a lot of rye. You want to talk rye? That's spicy. Yeah. It's good. I um, it's very spicy. Yeah, the intention behind the whiskey, like uh, wanting to create. Well, one, it just I wanted to have a distillery at some point, or wanted to, you know, create one. You've always um, wanted to do that. Not always. Not always. I mean, but you know, I didn't grow up, and you know. Well, like, sure, but I mean, adult. Like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be like an A ten warthog pilot or something. Really? Like then, but, Tank killers. Yeah. This. Did you see him fly over the other day? No, but I've seen him a bunch of times. I grew up as a uh, Air Force military brat, so I've. You know, growing up on air shows, I've seen it all. Um, yeah, yeah, it, uh, that's what I wanted to do. But no, it was uh, it was it was back um, around like you know 2012, um, 13, 14. I like you know I wanted to like ultimately wanted to do something with my hands. You know, I had a, just a normal you know corporate job. <clears throat> Did that, started home brewing, then started distilling, and then you know kind of took off later after that. But I I thought of Murdoch uh, back then, and it was really cool putting it together with a, like an actual product that I could you know, source and, and, and blend together. So his name's Murdoch. That's just the name you gave this. Uh, so, so yeah, people who are, are only listening, which is most people Murdoch, he's got, so West bottoms whiskey co is, uh, their logo, if you will, is like this, uh, steampunk kind of guy with a metal jaw gear, like just distinguished gentleman. Yeah. With that top hat, with the KC on it, with a metal jaw, like very steampunk ish. It's dope. So his name is, you've named him Murdoch? Or? Yeah, okay. yeah, I called him Murdoch, yeah. Why? Uh, What's, where's that name from? It just seemed very industrious and of the time. I mean, you know, you do Google, like stupid Google searches all the time for, for stuff. And like, sure. I was like looking for time period things. <clears throat> okay. Try to do that with our drinks too, to like make them fun like that. Murdoch stood out. Seems like masculine, hardworking. Murdoch was a, was an A-team member, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Murdoch, he was the uh, pilot, I think. Yeah, I think he was the pilot, the, the crazy, the handsome blonde guy, right? Was yeah, that Murdoch. That no, that's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an A team. You too, for sure. Uh, no, yeah, that's um, 
and I just love the name. Uh, that that time period is really cool to me. Um, and uh, so for me, like pre-prohibition, industrial revolution, like the the gear you described, like that's kind of what it's kind of pulling. Get a little closer on that mic, if you will. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Or pull, yeah. or pull the mic closer. I to can you. do that. Yeah, just sitting comfy. Yeah, get comfortable, man. You can kick back. Sometimes I lean back. I pull it up. You know, just depending on how, you know you might not be as comfortable as me. This is my home. Yeah. My home <clears throat> studio. I'm here. I'm used to this. I get it through about a glass, and I'm just pretty much comfortable everywhere. Oh, right, perfect. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the yeah, industrial revolution was really really cool to me. Like having like to me, that's a very like positive, um, optimistic, and exciting time to be alive. Like the 1890s, like were 1890s. That's what time that was. Uh, yeah, that's how. Well, yeah, that's how I picture them. Yeah. Um, okay, 1890s. Everybody dressed well back then. Yeah. Like when was the Great Depression? Uh, 19. Uh, 1920s to 30s. I think mostly the 30s, though. I don't. I don't know. I, I was. <clears throat> pardon me. I was looking at some pictures online recently of like the uh, the bread lines or whatever the mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, during the Great Depression, and it was crazy. All the men were dressed nice. They yeah. all had even suits. even homeless. They look better than we do today. It was crazy. Like, no wonder you guys are homeless. How or are yeah. great depression? Well, you spend all your money on clothes. I know everyone was broke. Like, I just, uh, I don't need food today. I just need to get that tie. Yeah, <laughs> like I need to look good. Yeah, uh, yeah. That time, yeah, that very strange. People did. Yeah, I think top hats. Uh, I would love for them to make a comeback, but I don't think people wear hats anymore. Well, these balding men do. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that makes it. They wear hats, you know, ball caps. We'll do our best to like bring it back, uh, but I think we got a, a pretty pretty uphill road for that one. When did we stop kind of dressing so distinguished, if you will, as a as a society? When when that started? It probably was, right after. Probably right after the Great Depression. They realized they spent all their money <laughs> on clothing. It's like we got to stop this. It's t shirts and jeans when we can. Yeah, <laughs> one smart person in the government stood up and said. Hold on. What if we don't spend our money on clothes? Like, yeah. Oh, I had to be a conscious effort. There was nobody in the government smart back ever. <laughs> I think it was uh-huh. the 70s. It's all the, the weed and... That's when it stopped. That's when, it's when it stopped is when that, Nixon came on board, probably, huh? Yeah. He just wasn't cool. Well, he People. was just very anti-anything. Anti-fun. He's, he's the Sweeping Psychedelic Drugs Act of the 1970s. Yeah. Like, he, he, he stymied... A lot of innovation, a lot of progress in our culture because of his his very narrow minded views. It does bother me that we can go four years at a time of of you know perceived progress versus you know you know regressing <coughs> when it comes to yeah that's, that whiskey spicy. His that's what we oh yeah I do want to mention it is uh it is uh that the rye I use for the whiskey is a ninety five percent rye content. The bourbon has a thirty-six uh, percent rye content, so it is yeah, it's spicy. For sure. I like a good rye. I do like rye. Yeah, they're pretty good. Charles says this yeah. is one of his favorite ryes. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Stop! Stop! Don't. I'm a big fan <laughs> of uh, my favorite is uh, High West Distillery. Yeah, so they do they do something very similar. Like their their model is crazy. Um, I I love learning about distilleries and. and you know how how people do things, and, and our model's really different too. Honestly. Can you tell us before we get two balls deep into this? Kind yeah. of what is whiskey, what is rye, what is bourbon, what yeah. is scotch, if you will. Like kind of just kind of break it down real quick, and and then sure, yeah, yeah, give a lay of the land a little bit. Yeah. Um. So so whiskey whiskey is any basically like distilled spirit that's been aged in a barrel. Um. It's got to be uh 
you know, at least over 80 proof, typically. Uh, I can't really call it whiskey after that. But uh, Does it matter what kind of barrel it's in? No. Okay. No, I don't believe so, no. I mean, it's pretty much always oak. Okay. Just like what bourbon, I mean, everyone, when you think whiskey, you think bourbon um, all the time, just because it's it's such a uniquely American spirit. Uh, so bourbon, bourbon is classified as uh, being at least 51% corn in the grain bill. Um, so that's where, like, you can play with the other stuff. Like ours, the, the bourbon that we use, you know, has a lot of rye in it on the other the back half of it um and then age in a barrel a new new charred oak american barrel um and that basically qualifies as bourbon what's really cool cool about that to me and what 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 i like to tell people a lot of times is you know i i I know that you know we're um i know that we're in the middle of the united states so therefore you know ipso facto we are the the center of the universe at this point (laughs) (laughs) but uh, you know bourbon that access to oak uh and and charring it and stuff like that like that is a uniquely american thing uh, other countries you know whiskey the charred oak that's yeah. a uniquely american thing yeah does oak do oak trees grow in other parts of the world yeah they do but okay. the the you know um the united states specifically like you know ozark area you think about you know uh, missouri missouri for sure is is you know one of the biggest producers of oak barrels in the world wow there's wood and wood a ton of wood barrels where that wood originated like you know probably like Two and a half hours away. Now it's in Scotland. Oh wow! Like, Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. Scope and scale. Whoa! So that's what I love about him. Hey, <laughs> that's Missouri what I love about, on the yeah. That's what I love about a uh, whiskey. Like it's a story. Like I like the story behind it. And High West has a great story too. Um, to the point about the, the ryes. Uh, rye rye whiskey is classified by having the grain bill primarily rye. Fifty one percent more or yeah. more. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, so bourbon is fifty one percent more corn. Rye is fifty one percent more rye. But, and then you said, the, does it matter the barrels at that point? Then is it charred is different than non-charred? Are there non-charred barrels? Like oh yeah, there's non-charred non-charred barrels, and uh, then, wines. And then when a you lot of ch- times. and then when you char the barrel, that is that does that distinguish a different kind of bourbon whiskey or something? Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of it comes down to just personal flavor and like what we we like as Americans. Okay, um, like we like that char. That's what we're used to. You know, like that's that's an what wouldn't be charred. Like, what are some that are charred and what are some that aren't that we would know? Uh, I mean, pretty much every every whiskey and bourbon is is charred. Some uncharred ones, the only thing I can think of really that comes to mind is is, is just the scotches. Okay. Like, scotches over in, like, actual Scotland right, and Ireland right. and stuff like that and how they age their whiskey uh, is, is different. They don't, they like, they like to get American barrels um, just because it, it, it really? has been used. But like, How long have they been doing that? Because scotch has been around... Longer than America, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were they using back then, and what made them switch? Just cost? Were they using oak barrels? Yeah. Were they using oak barrels up back then, or were they? Yeah, they were using barrels okay. back then too. But uh, you so know, Scotland's they- got oak trees. Yeah, Scotland's got oak trees. All right, and they've got a peated moss. Um, right. Which is uh, what gives their. Fl- if you're not familiar with malting, are you familiar with malting? <laughs> yeah. Right. You cook it in a big still. Like, no, like, not, no, that, that's smashing. And so malting is like the grain. The, when you get malted grain, right? Um, and this is what like you mill it. Yeah, like you mill it. But like uh, think of like when it comes off the actual stock itself, right? Mm-hmm. You got this grain. You've got you've got barley. Um, you've got barley in America, and you've got barley in Scotland. Um, <clears throat> they grow up. Uh, they drop. Uh, what you do is called malting, is where you basically <laughs> just get the grain just kind of wet mm-hmm. uh, until it starts to germinate. And that germination is when. It's like that seed, that specific grain is like building up all its like, it's like, 
bolstering up. It's getting sugar. It's protein because mm-hmm. it's about to be a plant. And then uh, the sick part about it is that's when you kill it. <laughs> you kill mm-hmm. the germination at that point uh, by heating it up, baking it, basically. Okay. Uh, most malted grain is just baked in a kiln. Okay. In Scotland, uh, they used uh, peated moss. They used the earth they walked around on to just burn it. Uh, to, to do that malting process. Instead of wood? Instead of wood. Okay. I was, okay. And, and a burning wood or burning an oven versus burning peated moss. Completely different. Changes the completely flavor of the grain. Completely different flavor because that scotch, boy, some of those those Scottish people over there will throw some peat on there and you can taste it. It know, is aggressive. And do you know what that is? It, it's based on the region in that country. Okay. Islay, uh, Speyside. Like that has different... Um, Beatiness to their earth, like that's what affects their flavor and their scotches. Oh. Really fucking cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat stuff. I get excited about it. I, I know we're not drinking scotch now, but what exactly is peat? Is it a moss? Yeah, it grows. Where does that grow on? Is it grown on like marshes or on rocks? Yeah. Like, how like, do they harvest this? Think about like just they have peat farms. I'm sure they have peat farms. They gotta so. have peat farms. Yeah, peat moss farms. I hope that only men named Pete work there. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> And Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, and Randy Moss, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then, so over here, we we usually put it in a kiln. Like a, just yeah, a dry, like yeah. an oven, just it's a straight like a, gas probably or something like that. Yeah, a big oven, yeah. Okay, what happens if you dry it using like oak or cherry or something? Well, so that That's really cool. Uh, I love the, that's something I really want to get into more. I've done a lot of experimental batches. Okay. I did like, um, <clears throat> I get inspired by other whiskeys too. Corsair has a triple smoke. I did a triple smoke one uh, on a whim. It was like cherry wood, oak wood, and beechwood smoked grains. Um, so basically that kiln process happened, but they used that uh, kind of like smoke to kind okay. of enhance the grain. Um, and it has a, it does have an effect on the flavor at the, at the tail end, you know? Yeah, I would think so. It's yeah, it's really, yeah, it's cool. And to your point about High West, by the way, they they uh, they do great blending, and that's something that like I was scared to do at first going into this. Like mm-hmm. blending was like new, very very new to me. Um, Describe what is blending. So like, <clears throat> so there's distilling, right? And I, I've been doing that for years, and that that got me to the point where you know I could open this business. Um, but I de- definitely don't have enough products or even the equipment to make enough to actually sell it and make it a business. So. Sourcing it uh, and finding already aged whiskeys that I think work really well together um, was going to be really important. You know, one from a cash flow standpoint, but two, um, just from a product standpoint. <clears throat> so blending is where you're just basically taking these products. So it, it took me like three, like I say this a lot, but it took me three really really drunk nights and three really <laughs> shitty mornings to get through the blending process. Uh, so when you like, so these company, so I guess whiskey companies, you're not. It's not your own particular batch that you made but you're getting other things and making your own combination your own recipe yeah yeah. i I tell people a lot uh, okay like uh that's not what i i would have thought that's how it worked at all yeah so sourcing sourcing whiskey is what i say like you buy the barrels aged already and like this is where like i want to be like completely transparent in in all of this is like i didn't actually distill this i did i came up with it though like i came up with this particular blend and uh, no, I get it. It sounds it, like there's some kind of art there, but okay. There's okay. a little bit, yeah, a very drunk art. Um, yeah, but uh, like but sourcing it. a lot of distillery source and, and and buy 
whiskey aged already. Um, just because, you know, they takes they, a long time to age whiskey. It takes a long time. I mean, not as long as you'd think. The next thing you're going to try, by the way, is something I actually did make and aged in-house. But it only took me three to five months to age it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Um, when you're, so how do you begin coming? So you just, this is your own quote unquote recipe. So if I go buy West Bottoms Whiskey Co, Kansas City Whiskey, that's your recipe of your favorite blends that you found that you like the most. And you said, I'm confident enough. This is what I'm going to put my name and label business on. Is this yeah pro player flavor profile that suits me that I like? Yes. Yeah. The taste really, really matters to me. Like it, it's, it's one thing of to course. just get a bourbon, uh, a barrel of bourbon and, and, you know, put some water in it to proof it down to what you want and then putting your label on it and telling a story. Um, it's something else when you have to do a blend, you know, like, okay. Uh, so, but mo- are most whiskeys blends in America that we buy? No, no, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of blends. Um, mm. High West is a blender uh, okay. to that point. Great blend. Is there like how do you tell the difference? Do you have to legally post somewhere on your bottle that this is a blend and not distilled by yourself? You know, like uh, call it whiskey. Um, but you, there, there are a lot of different like qualifiers of what you can and can't say on a label specifically. So if it is a you know a, a bourbon specifically, it's it's got to you know say it's a bourbon, and at that point you can have age statements and things like that. There's no age statement on this because it's it's not like it wasn't this product didn't sit in a barrel by itself and then get bottled up. It became something else and morphed into, yeah. Okay. So when you're coming up with this blend, where are you getting your, where are your, where are you ordering your whiskeys from to figure out how you want to blend? Or are you going to the store and mix and match and like, Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a, this is a great a book little, by the way uh, called hacking whiskey that tells you like all about how to do that kind of stuff. No, I, I had to get it from MGP. Who's the biggest, one of the biggest producers of which whiskey. MGP. MGP, uh, oh god, I can't actually. Where's, I mean, who are they? What do they do? They're, the, they're a massive distillery. <clears throat> okay. They, uh, they, they're, they're. I don't know their their breakdown of like how much business they do one way or the other, but they've got their own brands. George Remus is one of their bourbons, very good bourbon. Um, but they produce whiskey, and distilleries buy their whiskey. Um, up in Atchison, they got a plant, biggest producer of gin in the United States. Like just a yeah, up in Atchison, Kansas, gin's really cool. Like you know, spirit. It's funny that's from Atchison, but gross to me. Yeah, I like it, but yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I got it from MGP. They sent me a, a ton of samples, right? So there was like weeded bourbons, there was different uh, grain bills of rye, there was light whiskey, there was 100% corn whiskey, and so it, I just I tasted all of them individually. Is this like a thing that they kind of do for? Is this like you're not an odd person to ask them for that? Is this like a oh no, that's pretty, a thing that they sell? Like, like, hey, if you want to start a whiskey, you go to MGP and they just send you. The starter pack, the recipe. Yeah, like, here's yeah, it was all like a cool the recipes, go, or, or like a science project. You know, here's all the different little. I treat it like that potions. way too. That's right. Here's all the little potions. Make your own little science project here. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Everybody starts out with the same, whatever, fifteen different combos, you know and you come up with your own combo. Yeah. So, like my okay, my uh, my girl uh, Cassandra was. How much does this cost? This? Cool. Sorry, I didn't mean. Oh, it didn't cost sorry. anything. I mean, to start a distillery, it costs a lot of money. No, but. I know, but but to ask them, <laughs> hey, give me some samples. I want to come up with my own. They just sent them. Oh, uh, you gotta you gotta have like a a, a DSP though, like a, a distiller's permit. Oh, then they'll send it. Okay. So I don't have one of those yet. 
I know a like you can just get it. Like they're really easy. There's a guy. His name's yeah. Chad. He's All right. Over in the city market, he sells them on the corner. Nice. <laughs> I'm down. Here we go. I'm get my free whiskey. Uh, yeah, yeah. They sent this crazy, yeah, big box of samples and how many um, samples? And how much? Like how big? Like there were probably eight whiskey samples, um, and of those eight, there were different years. Okay. Aging. So that like when I first you know got it, it was like you know 2017. Uh, 2016, 2018 uh, okay. blends, uh, which are which are really cool. I actually tasted a weeded bourbon. They're weeded bourbon, and when I say weeded, um, um, weeded bourbons are really popular right now, like Weller, and uh, they're just really popular. Um, but it basically means there's a lot of wheat in it. There was a 45% wheat and like 55% corn bourbon that I tried from 2016. That like I almost like changed the mo- like business model. It tasted that that good. <laughs> it was really good. Um, but I still like stuck to the blend. I needed to do something unique with it, um, just to get it out. But yeah. So they gave you eight. Uh, they gave you eight sample bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm. Eight different whiskeys in three different years. So like 20, okay. So but so yeah. that's what it was. It was eight different bottles of whiskey. Yeah. And then from that, you come up with your combination of. I like bottle number one mixed with bottle five and a little bit of three. Yeah. Or is it like? Yeah, it was it was a lot of that. It was it was the first night was just trying all of them at once by themselves. Yeah, okay, uh, which was a lot. That was really fun. <clears throat> it, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. We, I sat on my couch and uh, we yeah my girl and I, we just sat down we uh, sat down and just wrote down each one and like what we liked about it. Get the flavor wheel out, you know, that tells you like all the characteristics. Cause sometimes it's hard to think about like you know how do you describe it. I had that problem when I you know launched it. Like uh, our distributor is great, and they're like, how would you describe it? I'm like, it's just good. Um, <laughs> well, yeah that's what everybody says alex we got to be a little bit more uh, uh, yeah you know, come up with a little something more try a little that. harder yeah please uh yeah yeah it was uh yeah it was really fun and then next night uh like you said put them started putting them together and then the uh, third night started adding uh sherry that like key ingredient to that that's what makes it kansas city whiskey is what sherry sherry yeah okay yeah uh the addition of sherry that's the big that's what makes it kansas city whiskey is uh uh, that addition of sherry. So Kansas City whiskey is its own specific style of whiskey. Mm-hmm. It is a. I pre- had no idea we had one. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Reeker did a fantastic job, like launching that, you know, as a brand and as a product, and uh, with the story behind it. Uh, it, it was great. They've I don't been, know anything about it other than I just knew it was like Jay Rieger. It's local. They make whiskey. That's my extent of my knowledge. You should of, check out their. <clears throat> I'm not. This is my marketing guy. My business partner is going to be pissed at me. I'm like, I'm like, you should check out their museum. It's really cool. They like, got a museum? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. They've got oh, a wait. The Jay Rieger. I have been there. The, was that a place with the slide? Yeah. Okay. I've been there. Yeah. That place yeah, is it's, dope. It's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. The history is great. Like, I really appreciate the history. The sherry, that, you know, then. So, sherry. Okay. Sherry's what, in, it's, when we say pre prohibition style, like, it allowed you to, like, rectify spirits. So, it, you got to think about, like, prohibition, right? Like, um, why it happened uh, back then. There's this great book called The Last Call, which I highly recommend if anyone likes drinking culture. Uh, but like it, it talks about like how it led up to it and what happened after. Obviously, we think about prohibition and the gangsters and stuff like that. But before that, and you know, pre-prohibition, uh, people drank a lot. I mean, one, there was a lot of mania. People were having like seances. There was like this big spiritual movement back then. Yes, yeah, for real. Like people, like were doing seances. Like it was normal. What year was this? Like nineteen tens. Get a little closer. Early, early nineteen hundreds. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, was this around the Salem rich witch trials, or those? Those are a little no, bit. No, that late was like eighteen way earlier. Or was it even way earlier than that? Salem witch trials. When was that? 
uh, I think the 1700s. Late se- okay. Well, and most recently in Texas. <laughs> Top topical. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, uh, the, uh, the abortion yeah. ban. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's happening there now too, but which is um, unbelievable. I don't yeah. know how the hell I didn't even know that was. I didn't even know that they could allow that. How did we get here? I don't know. Um, but yeah, pre pre prohibition though, people like it was just a crazy crazy time. People drank gallons. I mean, like gallons of alcohol a week. Um, so uh, you know it happened, and there was a big temperance movement, and, and all that happened. But um, because people were drinking so much back then, like it, think about it, like producing whiskey, you have to sit there, you, you make whiskey, and you age it, and it sits, and, and that's all you can do really. Um, you can try to age it faster, but there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, but people were drinking so much that the supply was dwindling quickly. Government passed a law that well, that's al- when prices go up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure they did. Uh, but government passed a law that allowed um, producers to add sherry or fortified wine, technically, up to two and a half percent of your total blend of uh, yeah fortified wine. So sherry was most commonly used uh, to your blend, and what that did is it, it made your you, it gave your whiskey it's like stepping flavor. on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> stepping on your project product to make it go a little further. And it's probably cheaper. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to describe it. Um, Thank you. Which is funny. It, I feel like that, like that, like <laughs> that, like talks down to the 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 brand of it, but the history behind it's amazing. It gave it co- color and it gave it flavor. Um, these whiskeys are fully aged. Uh, that's a you know that's a, a that's a bourbon. How long uh, does it right. take to officially age? Like, was it six months? A year? So a, a good rule of thumb on aging is uh, one month per gallon. So uh, most barrels are like 53 gallons. Uh, at that point, like you think about most of your standard bourbons and rice, they say like four or five years old mm-hmm. at that point. That's because they sat in there for at least 53 months. Um, but that's just a hard and fast rule. Right. Uh, the bourbon and rye I use are, are two years old. Okay. Um, and Probably smaller batches and smaller gallons, so it doesn't take as long? No, they're, they're still big barrels. They've just been sitting for two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, yeah, they're just big barrels. Um, it just depends on how long you want to age it okay. based on the flavor. You know, there's barrels you can just sit on forever. Wait, uh, is there a, a point of diminishing returns as far as aging? Like 12 years is great. 16 years, wonderful. 21 years, amazing. Yeah. But then once you start getting to 30, it's like, eh, you lost the, you lost your peak, peak years. Like, is there a, is there it, a, it's a, yeah, that's a great. Yeah. I love that question. It, there's evaporation. Like you can't. Like it will just evaporate. Uh, the barrels I use for the whiskeys I make in house, uh, like this wheat whiskey, which I want to pour for you, by the way. Yeah, um, I, mean, I got an empty glass. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, yelling at you. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, you too, Joe. Yeah. Um, it evaporates. So the barrels I have uh, are pretty small. Uh, in a, a year, I'm like, yeah, yeah. A little extra. I was like, hey, it was a little light. I wasn't going to say like, anything, but I looked at it. I gave it a look. I was like, huh. That's why I don't stay behind the bar. <laughs> no, yeah, Alex, is... just stay in the back. It's fine. Now, what is this? Uh, so th- this is a wheat whiskey. Okay. And so to the point about like aging, they uh, so this aged for just three to five months. Um, oh wow! In a, a really small barrel. It's, it's it's all about surface exposure. Did you say this was one you made, or is this another? Yeah, this is one I made. This is one I've been making. You distilled this yourself? Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. So this is this is your baby. Yeah, it was made on a ten gallon still. So. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers. Is this one for sale? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, a little exclusive <laughs> here. <laughs> I like th- I like the smell of it. Yeah, it smells real good. A little sweet. Mm. It's definitely sweet. So what kind is this again? So oh, this is a wheat whiskey. So, uh, oh the, wow, the grain like bill for this. Shit? 
Yeah. I like that. I like this shit. Right here, I like this. I like that more than the other one. I always forget to tell people like the proof before they drink, too. I'm like, it's, it's 92 proof. Wow. Whoa. This is? Yeah, <laughs> that one is. How did you get it to have no burn? Uh, it, it it has to do with your cuts and, like, the aging itself. Um, I mean, this has no burn. Nothing. It, I can't <clears> this is smooth. It tastes good, and there's no, like, well, the other you. stuff's got a little bit of burn to it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like heat, like good. that alcohol heat. Yeah. And, not, and I don't mean spicy. I just mean the alcohol the heat. heat. This has, yeah, this has no heat. Well, thank you. I mean, some people like the heat. Some people don't. I like a little bit. I don't like heat. I'm not a big fan of heat. I'll take a little bit. Like, I don't want any more heat than what the uh, Kansas City has. Like, that's about as, as much heat as I want. Yeah, that's it. I like the burn on that one. And I, this is per. There's no heat on this. Uh, so... The West Bottoms Cove, which I'm not disparaging it, it's it's wonderful. How much is a bottle of that in the store or however? Like uh, in the store, it's it's usually between like thirty and thirty five bucks. Oh, great! I mean, on a, like I really wanted it to be a day to day drinker. Like right. I have my favorite. You wanted a, a table whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh my god, I almost called it that too. That would have mm-hmm. been dumb. I, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, but why? Yeah, t- table whiskey. Yeah, like a table wine. Yeah. Um, that's what I wanted. Yeah, because I've got my go tos that I that I go and and drink and and like to have. You know, at my house. Um, and that's what I wanted, like for Kansas City to have. That's what I wanted people to want to drink. Um, and it's working so far. Things are good. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been crazy last few last few months. But yeah, how long is uh how long have you been in a been in business officially selling stuff? Uh, so so we opened January uh twenty twenty one. Um, oh wow, you're only what nine months old? Yeah, we're only nine months old. Wow, yeah, you're it, just starting to walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, you're uh, still falling down when you do. Probably crashing into furniture and shit. A lot, yeah, a lot of a lot of crashing, a lot of like little scars now, just from like moving bare, like just learning how to to do it how to run that business like it was i've never done that right i've never opened i'm not a an entrepreneur necessarily or wasn't you know uh i had just a normal job and this is something i was really passionate about and i just pushed it and pushed it pushed it and then uh yeah Dude, now, that's now it's here it's crazy i actually just quit my uh job back in july my previous yeah the job i was doing software consulting now now it's just this <laughs> oh man that's the american dream yeah, it's it's Dude. it's a little surreal. I, it, I've had a lot of like uh like oh. personal identity conversations. Man, just, like, I'm it's happy a big for change. you, man. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy to drink this. Right yeah, now. man, that's that's fucking wonderful, man. Good for you. That's well, thank you, inspiring. thank you guys. Seriously, that's nice. Oh. Um, yeah, man, it's, congratulations, it's man. That's a fucking dream, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on my period. Let me let me alone. <laughs> that's fucking nice, man. Uh. I just just because. I hate my job more than anything. I hate my I hate going into work every day. I really do. <clears throat> it's hard. It's and a grind. for someone to get out like that, man. Yes. Ballsy. Yes. Yeah. The, Fuck yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it was. It was. Uh. It, it was equal parts exciting and terrifying. Um. It's still both of those things, by the way. It's just you know you never <laughs> man, know. Just a baby. Yeah. 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 I got responsibilities. I got a kid. I gotta you know take care of you know my family and like that, all that. So, um. That that's a huge part of it. Now, it's just. It's going really well. I think uh, and a lot of uh, I think a lot of um, a lot of success comes from just repeatability. Right. Like I cre- created a product, you know, in a brand uh, that I wanted to get out I'm really passionate about whiskey. I'm distilling, uh, you know, about to expand out, um, you know, wanting to get after that. But it, it was just a 
it, it was a it was just a crazy moment to just launch and just put that out there and then the repeatability of, of people coming back has been huge like people keep buying it right like there's a new product out or there's a new place that opens and yeah. you check it out and it it's great yeah and people keep coming back or it's it's great and people don't come back or it's bad um you know and people definitely don't come back um so the going back and buying it and is has been a, an incredible and yeah, I can attribute some of that to uh, just just wow. that everyone that you know that that's been involved with it is just authentic and and truthful and just trying to get the story out. So with uh, so we have Kansas City's got a couple <clears throat> a couple little whiskey makers here in town. We got Tom's Town. Yeah, we got Re- Jay Rieger. Yep. Uh, I think there's there's one more. There's Restless. Spirits, yeah, up yeah, yeah. Lifted spirits, it lifted, and, and then uh, is there a iron, some kind of horse, something? Union horse, yep. Union Out in Honexa, yeah. yep. Uh, is this what kind of community is it? Like the whiskey another, community, yeah, like, like the, the local whiskey, because you guys are yeah. fighting for. I mean, if you guys are trying to compete in Kansas City, especially, like, there's only I don't know. Are you guys cool with everybody? The the the, the, the rising tide raises all ships, or is it like crabs it, in a bucket? Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, bitch, it's me. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, what is it? It's you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm obviously <clears throat> very very new very new to the scene. Uh, everyone I've talked to has been so supportive um, nice. and so helpful. I've you know I talked to a few of them um, occasionally. I talked to uh, J- Jeff at Mean Mules. Uh, fucking awesome. He's he's been super helpful. Uh, he's helped me like uh, get to like understand some of the engineering behind expansion and like because we are expanding uh, a production at some point. Uh, but within the community, I think everyone just kind of sticks to themselves a little bit. But I I would like to you know Kansas City has an opportunity to be a, a big whiskey town. It really can. Uh, we've got great whiskey producers here. Rieger's doing some great stuff. Restless has some great stuff. Union Horse, uh, Lift, like everyone, we're all producing a whiskey in some fashion. Um, so there's a great opportunity for people to kind of come together and just say, hey, like this is this is our whiskey. We can, you know, do something really unique with that. You, and know, I mean, own that. you know what might be kind of cool is if you could get all of the Kansas City, like get <clears throat> the Kansas City whiskeys from every local place and then make a blend on that. Hold on. I can't talk about it yet. <laughs> I can't talk about it yet. I didn't know you could have. It was just my, uh, yeah, something I came up with. Uh, I don't know. I, my parallel good, thinking, maybe. My uh, good friend Tanner from the Whiskey Guild um, is uh, uh, approached me and uh, a bunch of other distilleries uh, about that, and that's something I'd, I'd really love to run with. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to do it for charity. be fun. Yeah. Uh, you could maybe even do, I'm sure this isn't a new, or int- or a new concept, but like a, like a bracket. Like a March Madness style. Oh no! You just want to get competitive now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I, I, I want to do all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. Come together, uh, collaborate. I love collaborations. Yeah, collabs are good. Uh, uh, you know, honestly, Rieger helped us uh, with our selection of sherry. Like, you know, the 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 importance of sherry was, you know, big. Jeez, there's a lot of combinations, even if it's only eight whiskeys. So, did you come up with uh, your? your blend of whiskeys first and then add sherry on top of that? Or were you doing your blends with the sherries as well? Like what do you, what come, what do you do first? Find the sherry you want or find the whiskey blend you want or find the whiskey sherry blend you want. I found the, or the whiskey whiskey. Oh my God. This is like a beautiful <laughs> mind. I got everything going all over. It all yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the sherry. I, I picked the sherry pretty early on. Uh, the, the reason sherry is very sweet. Um, and I knew that was going to have an impact on the flavor of the whiskey. Uh, so I wanted to get a very dry sherry, um, and that you, you know 
it 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 is a dry sherry. It's very good. Um, but that was kind of like tertiary a little bit for me. It was the combination of the whiskeys primarily. And what was really exciting for me, like going through that process, um, because it, it did take a lot of it did take a lot of combinations and with very small amounts too. It was like tiny milli, milliliters at a time. Um, finding that right blend because I, I knew like sherry's sherry sweet, whether it's dry or not, it's it's still got sweetness to it, and that's going to affect the flavor of the whiskey itself. So the whiskey, that portion and that blend of of, of bourbon and rye had to speak loud, essentially. Um, so what that sherry does is it just kind of comes in and cuts that spice because both of those whiskeys that go into it are, are pretty spicy whiskeys. Okay. So it comes in and cuts that spice okay. and kind of marries it together. I gotcha. Yeah. So that's why you get like some dark. So if you took like there, perhaps but... like, so it sounds like maybe you took some of the more spicier of the blends and put them together. Yeah. If you took more. Whiskey of... forward. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you took, what, what do you call it when they're not spicy? It's not whiskey backward, is it? No, it's not whiskey backward. <laughs> it's whiskey neutral. Uh, whiskey neutral? No, I, I just made that up. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, well yeah. what is it if it's not whiskey forward? What is the other, what's the the opposite of whiskey forward? Uh, if, if it's not spicy, it's very sweet. Just sweet, I think. Um, for for me, there has to be like the the defining char- like defining characters characteristics of a whiskey, like the oak, the the caramel, a little bit, um, the aging. Um, Overly sweet whiskeys, like like the wheat, for instance, like mass produce, uh, are, are interesting and like should be like valued and flavored and stuff like that. Um, the ones that we get from MGP, for instance, those those are great. Like they're really good, but they're not like sweet. If that makes sense. Was there? A, yeah. Was there? Would there? Or is there another corporation other than MGP that you could get? samples from too and go yeah yeah there's a it's a there's a lot actually um there's this beautiful diagram you can find online but uh that shows like just the the, the different whiskey trees. i could never pick out a, so i could, could never pick, pick out a blend these different distilleries yeah I'm, there's big ones big 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 ones i would be all over, i would be like give me a from here a from here a from here i would never <laughs> stop until i got that perfect i could never stop i could never just go oh you just could, spiral yeah yeah get, get i could yep it. i couldn't i would go to mgp and you i would stuck. find i would get i would find no no what i would do is i would go to mgp and find my perfect blend from mgp Bam, I love that one. Now I'm going to the other one and I'm going to come up with my perfect blend from there. And then I'm going to go to the other one and come up. Like I would do that and then I would match all of those blends. Like I'm weird like that. Oh, That's man. too much. You would make that so hard. You'd be like, I, I would, really like my this mind, one from this place and this one no, from I this would, place. No, I would take my best out of all of them. Like, yeah. I, all right, this is my MGP favorite. This is my A&P favorite. This is my ABC favorite. And this is my LMNOP favorite. And then out of those four or five blends that I've come up with all by myself, I'm going to take my favorite out of that. And that's what I put. See, it would take me forever. Oh, my gosh. I could never. Oh. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so yeah. Was, wow. All right. Next time I do one, I'll invite you down and, and I'll <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that stuff, man. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. The blend, it was fun. I, I love diving that into sounds it. Fun. That it was, sounds fun. It was a really, really fun time, too. Middle fun. of winter, just like sitting down and just drinking whiskey for three <laughs> three days straight. It was it was intense, but it was good. Yeah, I love that. I love it. So, and then you did the sherry, and then the sherry one too. Yep, uh, the sherry was great. Uh, it had, yeah, and it was it was nice. It was good. It's kind of funny. Like we put the batch number and the bottle number on there. So each batch represents like represents just like four uh, barrels of whiskey, two barrels of bourbon, two barrels of rye that went in to that blend. It's only like 1,200 bottles at a time, so it's not a whole lot. Um, 
Yeah, I found a. Who's got one one? We're on batch. Uh, <clears throat> I do. Yeah. Yeah. I Will got, you ever open it, or has it been opened, or what's? Uh, no, I'm just sitting. It's in my closet right now. <laughs> I got a. I got the first twelve. Uh, first twelve bottles. Um, and then like we 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 have the bottle numbers too. So like. Every, it was kind of funny in the beginning because like all my business partners were like, I want this number and I want this number and I want this number. And I was like, all right, yeah, you, you know, get after it. <clears throat> then I started getting like a little covetous of what numbers I wanted. Uh, I hadn't thought about it. I was just like, you know, just trying to get it. It's like, I need uh, like number 85 as the year I was born. Uh, and then like 69 just because it was funny. So, right, have so I've got those 14 yeah. bottles that are from batch one and I don't, if someone told me the other day they have some about a batch one, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Please send me a picture. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. We're on well, twelve now. Okay. Yeah, we're. It's not just, very high either. No, no. I mean, in the in the 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 long story, hopefully of of West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Yeah, that's not. A yeah, big that's number, what I'm so. saying. Oh, it's gonna go. Uh, so will it? I I think I know the answer, but you know, others might not. Uh, does it get better as it ages in the bottle? Not really. Yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, um, flavor can be affected by like oxidation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so when I do the blend, I try to agitate it, like stir it up a lot, just because like you know you're taking it straight from a barrel into a tank and then like you know letting it sit there for a little bit. It's gotta, it's gotta, it's gotta get together. Like those like molecules and everything else. Like it's it's two whiskeys, a completely different alcohol type, and so then you're water. taking yeah two two barrels here and two pills there, making four barrels. So I, I basically whatever. pump it. So I've got a 50-gallon tank. It's a pretty small first, but you've been in the space. No, uh, I haven't been there yet. Wait, you haven't? I have not. I really oh, shoot. need to. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, definitely come down. Um, it's in an old train tunnel, by the way, in the, in the yeah, factory uh, built in the 1890s. Um, Dope. But, yeah, we don't have a lot of space. Like, that was the big – like, we don't. It's, it's a bootstrap operation for mm-hmm. sure. At least started that way. Um down a lot of space. So we pump, I pump about like 20 ish or 20, about 20 gallons of each whiskey into that tank. And then I add about a gallon of sherry and then, uh, add water, uh, spring water actually. And that cuts it down to you spring know, water. Me. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> We're at like, why spring water? Kansas city has got really good water. Bullo- uh, Boulevard makes their beer with Kansas city water. Uh, I've been reading a, a bunch of stuff about like consistency of water and product. Okay. And that I've done it. I've done it with both. Okay. Um, it just tastes a little bit better. Okay. And that's really ultimately like what Perfect I then. want. I just want the product to taste good. So yeah, yeah that's the QA. I, I would sacrifice a story for just it tasting good. <clears throat> no, I, I think that's wise. Yeah. I was just curious because I know Kansas City water is good. You know who's got really good water? Detroit. I, Flint. No, no. Liberty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Liberty. Liberty, really? Liberty's got. I was a home brewer too. Oh, nice. I got all kind of, I'm trying to sell all my shit. I've got Time all out. my. Did, did you get really into like the pH, uh, like the balance of nah, the. No, no, okay, no. Okay, it's okay, an cool. art, not a science for me. Thank you. <laughs> but there are, there are the science people that make, but I, I honestly made really good beer, really good beer. And I took it to What was beer. your favorite? Like an IPA or like a stout or. I made a really good Saison Brett. Yum. And I made a really good, uh. Kind of a zombie dust. Have you ever had zombie dust? Oh my god! Yeah, I made uh, kind of a zombie dust. That's three Floyds, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want uh, a little bit more? By the way, I would way? love some. Yeah. Um, Charles. Yeah. I had. Uh, I made a really good zombie dust clone, but I but different, completely different. Like I used some of their recipe, but I I switched the. Eh, no, I still use the same hops, but I did. I added different things. I made my own twist on it. That's the fun part, by the way. I've yeah. seen those clone recipes, and like I've. Uh, to an extent done somewhat of a clone like with distilling and stuff like that and it's fun to just like change it like I want to mm-hmm. make this uniquely 
mine in some way. Yeah, I'm going to use a different yeast. I'm going to throw some orange rind in there. I'm going to throw some honey on top of it. Have you ever thought about getting back into it? Yeah, all the time. I just um, I haven't. I My time is limited, and then I, I don't know. I'd like to. Maybe when it cools down, I cleaned the heck out of my garage, and all my stuff is in there, and I could do another batch. You know, and I... Garage, just, garage brewing days are, like, some of the best. Yeah, and I did think about, like, streaming it. Or not streaming it, but recording it with all my stuff, and then oh, putting yeah. that up, yeah. uh, putting up as content. Maybe have someone over... And we'd brew and pot, kind of brew and podcast typey type thing at the same time. Brew kick and talk, it. I don't yeah. know. It might be kind of fun. Just you could do that episode. for a few hours or you could cut it down. Just be like, these are the funny parts. Um, yeah. Or like, uh, yeah. Or if you knock something over or burn yourself, that's always funny too. <laughs> uh, so I ruined a whole, oh, my friend and I, we've ruined a whole batch. We did a, I do 10 gallon batches and uh, we had a, it was a 10 gallon batch of a zombie dust type clone. And that's a very expensive beer to make because yeah. it takes a shitload of hops. Yeah. A, a expensive hops. I think it's uh, Citra hops. <clears throat> They're expensive and it takes a lot of them on top of everything else. We, you know, it, was, it doesn't matter. And then we had our thermometer. We put it at the end. We were done with everything. We are just waiting it to cool off. Yeah. And we put the thermometer in there and it was a glass mercury thermometer. It no. broke. Are you serious? It broke inside of it. That's completely ruined. Oh, yeah. I mean, unless you want to, like, poison your friends. Exactly. But, and I don't um, even think it's real mercury anymore, but it might be. Who knows? I, we weren't synthetic taking, yeah, mercury. Everything's fake. Whatever now. it is, we weren't, <laughs> we weren't risking it. We were like, oh, but it was awesome. It was a fun brew night because we did it outside near, yeah. like, a. it was outside in the middle of the woods. Cool. And, like, in the middle of a cabin with a big bonfire around us. It was an amazing I time. I love brew days. I had, I had distilling days in my garage. Like, you know, those are, yeah. That, that sense of community and like everyone just like having fun like that that that's really good i uh i did a to to your point about like ruining a batch i did a i tried to make rum once this is like i just had the kansas city one right yeah that's the kansas city yeah yeah move that one over there yeah. Over here, yeah. just so it's not in your way oh yeah you could, um don't don't, don't you got a shredded Charles body there and a pretty face you don't want to knock that not you know knock the cameras in the way with that uh, empty bottle there yeah, I tried rum once. Uh, it was terrible. Rum? Yeah, I bought. You don't um, like rum? Yeah. I enjoy rum. Yeah. Okay. I enjoy rum. Oh, yeah. but it was but one rum particular. I thing. tried to make one. That oh. was the mistake. Uh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Uh, I bought like uh, I was like I I got I had read somewhere I was like I can get some food grade like you know like uh, basically like blackstrap molasses, um, sugar. There's a lot of sugar in that. I can blend like just mix that with water and just ferment it and. Uh, and I read somewhere like, yeah, just do a 50, 50. So I had a 10 gallon bucket. And so I did five gallons of blackstrap molasses and then like five gallons of water. And then there's this, uh, basically the hydrometer that, that, that tells you like the gravity and that's how right. you base, like, you know, the starting gravity versus the final gravity for something people. Yeah. The bricks or whatever. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. To figure all that out. <clears throat> um, it just floated at the top. Like it literally just didn't work. So I had to split it between like four or five different buckets and then at that point, I'm just fermenting gallons and gallons and gallons of stuff. And then mm -hmm. I just did every night, just rum, 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 rum. Uh, and it was terrible. It was all bad. I tried to save it. I tried to, like, caramelize sugar and mix it with berries and do a spice blend. And, God, it was really bad. I've done – I've yeah, I've really fucked up some batches. When you, when, yeah, when you're coming up <clears> – <throat> when you're doing stuff like that, it's easy to come up with some horrible, horrible combinations and batches, I'm sure. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not, not anybody can do this stuff. It, there's a reason why people are getting paid and being professionals when they create their own 
alcohols. You know what I mean? There is, you know. Yeah, yeah, at that point. That's what I'm I love a good do. rum. I love a good rum. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to think of some brands that I like. Uh, I think and Pete is really Pirate's good. a good one. P-Y-R-A-T-E. Um, do you know what I drank a lot of in college? And I thought it was Captain cool. Morgan. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Sailor. Uh, Sailor Jerry's? Yeah, Sailor Jerry's. Is that what that's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strong, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> it's really strong. Like you mix it with, I mix it with Coke and uh, it just was, it was too much. Yeah. My college days were, I did a lot of Captain Morgan, Dr. Pepper combos. Where'd you, where'd you go to school? Uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> now we go. Well, I had KCKCC. I got to play soccer for them for a minute. Oh, hell yeah. Then I transferred to a junior college in Arizona and kind of just stopped going to class so I could play frisbee golf every day. Oh, froth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was called froth back then too. I was like, uh, yeah. It was like 99. I didn't know it was yeah, 2000 or something. Yeah, 99 those, 2000. Those early 20s drinking stories are I mean, there's a reason they stay with you. 7 and you know 7. What I, mean? I love 7 and 7s. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of uh I it was a lot it was a lot of like rum and coke for me. Yeah. college for some reason yeah it's because it's real easy and sweet to drink like captain morgan's easy to drink bacardi is easy to drink yeah yeah, yeah. bacardi and whatever like it's a sweetness and then if you're in kansas city at least i'm 40 i think i'm 41 <laughs> i think i'm 41 or 42 i'm that about range. to be you i could just give a range yeah, i think now. i'm about to, i'm about after 35 to, i think you just give a range yeah i'm about <laughs> i'm about to be 42 and so if you're roughly my age and in the Kansas City area 20 years ago, uh, Tech 9 had a big song called Caribou Lou. Oh, 151 yeah. rum, Malibu rum, and pineapple juice. And they fucking, Boulevard did it. Yeah, I don't know. I never had it. I was afraid of it. That was some kind of beer. <laughs> it wasn't a real Malibu, uh, Caribou Lou. But you, 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 could go, you could go to any bar in Kansas City and say, give me a Caribou Lou. Are you serious? And they knew exactly what it was. Tech nines, you know that caribou. Do you One think you, do you think we can do that today? I think some maybe down in Westport. Okay, Buzzard Beach. Oh, I bet you they. I always get it. the I always get the Mike's Bergen Malt there when people come in from like town, like friends. I'm like, oh, like we're all drinking. We're gonna go to Westport. Like we gotta stop in Buzzard Beach real quick and get a yes, Bergen Malt. That's my spot. Uh, yeah, Bergen Malt. I didn't know. I'm I'm gonna try it. Try, I, I'm 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 just guessing. I don't know, but I I'm sure there are some places in Kansas City. If you say give me a Caribou Lou, I think I, I I'm just I don't know. I haven't I haven't you tested this theory. But come on, Kansas City bartenders. You know what's really cool about Kansas City? Uh, the horse feather. Okay. The horse feather is is a it is a like it's a it's a Kansas City cocktail or it's a, it's the it's mule the mule seems like that. That's yeah. It's it's basically Same a mule thing. just with some bitters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting. So I I at one point Casey like when Sour? I was uh oh, Casey Sour would be good. Uh, at one point I was traveling to New York for like my job. Um, and I was in there. And I was I was like week after week kind of thing. So I'd go to the same places all the time. Uh, in one night I just decided to like just go to a bunch of different bars and just order a horse feather and like like just see who who fucking knew. Um, and no one knew. I think I. I mean, this probably gives an inkling of an idea how much I like drank that night. But I went to like yeah. eight different bars. Oh, I and, love like, those nights. Speakeasies yeah. and like nice. It, I just I got to I got to one bar. Uh, it's called PDT. Please don't tell. Um, it's really 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 cool bar. Uh, in Please New York. Uh, yeah, in Manhattan. Is it a gay bar? No, 
No. It sure? Is just like, a name like that. That's got to be a gay bar. The whole please point don't is tell. Like, is, the whole point was like, shush, shush. Uh, don't fucking, you know, tell people about this bar because it's a speakeasy oh, kind of okay. thing. Oh, okay. Well, you There's know. like stuffed like raccoons and stuff on the wall. Uh, I love it. Uh, it's a cool bar. Uh, but I went in there and I was like, do you have a horse? I, by this, It was the last bar. At this point, at, at that point, I was like, I got to I got three sheets to the wind already. I got a horse feather. I was like, do you have a horse feather? And like, yeah. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. They had it. Uh, Did you know what he was? Or did did he turn around real quick and Google horse feather drink? Oh, my God. That's actually really funny. I wonder how many bartenders do that. They're like, they just say, oh, I've seen it all the time. I've seen it. Can I get a. And then I've come back with some of the, (laughs) you know, I'm not that big of a snob. I can be particular. And if you go somewhere and you ask the bartender for an old fashioned, oh yeah, and you fuck that up, oh, I'm turning it back and give me a beer. Just give me a beer. I'm not gonna trust uh, any. I won't even trust the vodka soda from you. Uh, like, give me a beer or a wine. I so I I do have to share. This is partly self promotion, partly just passion for cocktails. Uh, our old fashioned, by the way, we. I had it. I'm the fr- I met you. Thought I met you at your place, but no, you've met so many people. I met you at uh an event you did at that <clears throat> that bar that's got a lot of books in it. Afterward. Afterward. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's Thank where you, I met Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that and you did. Cool yeah. You made the. Yeah. Tell people about your old fashioned. So, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, when we open. So, like, I, I the only way I can do is, like, try to help empathize here. So, opening um, opening the distillery was was crazy. It, it took uh, took about you know, two years to get, get it open Holy to get God. fully permitted. Wow. Um, wow. A, yeah. A wow. Lo- it took a long time. Yeah, and I, uh, you're and not some overnight sensation. No, it was mostly, it was mostly like, uh, results of me just like, you know, I brought on business partners at a certain point and then everything just took off. Like they've been amazing. Uh, That's what I'm missing is business partners for the podcast. Me. I don't know about Charles though. Yeah. He's not going <laughs> to be my business partner. He's just my partner. Uh, yeah. Right or die. Uh, no, but uh, at, at that point, like, you know, uh, we launched a brand. We, we launched a product, right? And it just went out into the market and we're like, here it is. I only meant that because um, he doesn't have the kind of money I need. Charles, you need more money. We need to find people with money. Go on. Sorry. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt his ego over there. I love Charles. Uh, there's a lot of love in this room right now. Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, <clears throat> So launching that product and then like opening the, 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 the bar, the, the tasting room or parlor. We like to call it the whole like the parlor um at oh, that point too many parlors in kansas city no at that point yeah that's like uh, at least the third one i know the uh so the the bar um was interesting because like we, we we just have five cocktails on the menu and like that's it like we and they all have just the kansas city whiskey which i can legally sell right now like that we we need to like have something that people can try and those five cocktails were interesting um that we we called it the I went through a period like before we opened I, I went to a bunch of different places and tried a bunch of old fashions because I wanted to like get a sense and like understand ingredients because I wanted to make a really good one with the Kansas City whiskey that we have. Um, okay, and there were so many bad ones. <clears throat> there were a lot of bad ones, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some bad ones out there. I've had a lot. So we on our menu we came up with our recipe. Oh, hold on. Where where did you who did you before you guys oh, came shit, up with yours? Fucking yeah, yeah. Me. Who came up with your who had the best old fashioned you guys think before um, yours? Swordfish Tom's definitely had a, a really good one. Um Swordfish Tom's definitely had a good one. I have not been there. 
And I've oh, been told about it a bunch of times. I know I need to. I Jill, just, uh, Jill is, I think Jill is wonderful. A, uh, I think they're vaccine passport people, right? Don't you have to have a vaccine to go I in there? I think they might be. I think yeah, they might be. I'm kind of. There's a few spots in the West Bottoms, too, that are like I that. know. I'm very anti, anti-vaccine anti passport. Oh, that's fine. I'm, yeah. We don't have to go down there. I just, I don't. Okay, that's yeah. why I haven't been there. There's pros and cons of both, honestly. Yep. Like I see both. I we we don't uh we don't require a vaccine card. I personally I would love to, but also like it's really hard to run a business. It's really hard. Like it's really hard to, you know, uh uh it's a responsibility that I had to take on that I didn't realize I had to take on. Um, opening it's not your business. responsibility. People who want to come into your establishment, it's their responsibility. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, it, I know. It, it changes. Anyways, sure. we don't have to get political. I'm not trying to get anybody canceled or nothing like that. We're oh, gonna go gosh, just yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to get nobody in trouble. Uh, so yeah, who had the best? Uh, do you think? Yeah, uh, uh, Swordfish Tom's definitely did. Um, okay. Jill at, at Swordfish messaged me at one point after we launched and said that she wanted to take our whiskey on. And to me, that was like a, a moment oh, of just like holy, wow. holy crap! Like the, the the whiskey's getting out there. Like people are wow. Congratulations, uh, that's dope. It was really cool. Great old fashioned. Very fashion. cool. To the point about ours, though, there was just more that stood out that were bad, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, we, we, because it's easy. It's easy to make an old fashioned, but it is. It's very simple cocktail. It's, it's it's super easy. It's basic, and if you fuck that up, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Don't a, fuck that up. Who's yeah? And a lot of people do. It's amazing. They throw a bunch of that cheap ass Marciano cherry juice in there. You can uh-huh. get you can get you can get crazy. You can get creative. You can get stupid with it. Uh, kiss, all that. Kiss. I, to Keep me, it's a. Uh, I want the I want the whiskey to speak for itself. Um, That's what you ordered it, for? An old fashioned, yeah. So we uh, we put it on our menu back in January when we opened for the first time, January thirty first actually. Um, put it on our menu as the uh, the best old fashioned in Kansas City, and then to I didn't know this, but my marketing director went out and got it trademarked. Uh, which is funny. Oh wow! And now oh, okay. it's really good. It's a very good old fashioned. It's, it's good. A, it's good. I don't it's know good. if it's the best. Uh, it's good. It's not the best. But uh, it's I'll it's th- it's good though. It's really good. Right, and so to this and, point, it's coming. It's we're gonna have truth in this. By the way, we're gonna have an answer. Yeah, I don't think it's the best. I've had a lot. I love them. What's your best? Uh, which one do you like? Uh, there is this bartender that I've actually had on the podcast, and, and it's not because he's been on the podcast. I liked it before I had him on. He's like the drink. The, he his name is Curtis, and he usually works at Monarch Bar, sometimes oh, Vertigree. Yeah, and he's sober. He hasn't had a drink, and however, he, sometimes he'll taste it and then kind of I've spit met it Curtis out. Before, yes, that dude makes a mean fucking old fashioned. That's good. And he, he's, yeah, he it's 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 good. Your guys is phenomenal. Your guys is great, and what sets yours apart above all most others is presentation and the fact that you you use your own little oak pieces from the barrel and you char it up there and create that smoke. You yeah. got the presentation, and it's a whole whole process and show, and that's what's beautiful about it. So it might not be the best. There's not, yeah. There's no best. There's just different. Yeah. How about that? There's, Curtis's isn't better. It's just different. It's just it's the same thing with whiskey. There is too. no best. We talked about burn. Some people like burn. Yeah. Some people don't. Like it's just, just how, like yeah. your. How about that? Let yeah. me retrace. There's no better. There's just different. So you guys's is up there. Curtis is up there. There's a couple other that are up there, that are all the best, and there's just different. It's like 
there's some hot, hot, beautiful women out there. I love Natalie Portman, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. I, I just give you my heart. Britney <laughs> Spears, Christina Aguilera. Yes. Like there's all these. They're all tens, and not one of them is hotter than the other. They're just different. So you know, you got a Jessica Simpson here battling it out with uh you know that chick from a uh, modern family with a spanish <laughs> gal oh we're dev- our old-fashioned is basically the sofia vergara say of, that's her uh, name sofia of, uh, vergara yeah yeah, yeah. City. yeah yeah so oh there you God. go yeah she's funny <laughs> uh yeah it's it's, it's kind of so I, I i will use this this platform for a second to d- just do. talk about the pitch come uh, on uh, pitch. we uh so we literally just launched in january brand new distillery brand new like cocktail parlor um we got nominated for three awards uh, in the Best of Kansas City uh, in the Pitch Awards. They don't exist to me this year. Oh, I didn't get nominated. I got nominated two two or three years in a row, and I didn't get hey, nominated this year. Oh but I did win this year for Kansas City Magazine. Yes, I'm just fucking around. Okay. With so you. Kansas Go City ahead. Magazine, so the, the pitch, other one, too. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning all about this. Like, it's just like it was so So the pitch has you nominated for Best of KC right now for three different categories. What are those categories? Because everybody uh, who's listening right now, Go to thepitch.com, thepitchkc.com, and go to the best of, and you can start voting. It's so much fun to vote for things. And it people. is really, it actually is really fun. And I what, love. what are your categories that my listeners can vote for you right now for the West Bottoms Whiskey Co? It's cool because, like, you think you go through and, like, you're like, you think about the category and then you see the spaces listed and you're like, this is the one the most associates with. Like, yeah, I love that. It's mm-hmm. great. Um, so we, we got nominated for uh, Best Old Fashion, uh, which I think is a new nice. category. Yeah. So now uh, I love that. I would love to win that one just just because like who's I, on it with you? Oh, I can't remember. I had to pull it up. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, we're not gonna win. Uh, <laughs> I don't think honestly like you being, got the presentation. You be, got what, being what nominated. Set, what set, yeah, being nominated is awesome. But what sets you apart is you have your own from those barrels, those little so, those little yeah. those planks that you you Stave. S- the, that you that you uh, smoke. Yeah, so we, we, we put a, a dash of bitters on uh, a barrel stave, and, and we smoke that. And, and uh, as opposed to just, like, smoking, it creates almost like a fog, an orange fog. Yeah, we use orange fun, bitters. Yeah. Um, yeah, orange fogs it up, and then we yeah drop the gla- uh, the ice in, the, the cocktail, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. So Best Old Fashioned, uh, yeah, we got nominated for that. Uh, I just – I really just don't want to change the menu to say formerly known as um, the Best Old Fashioned Kansas City. Okay. Like I don't want to get like third place. Uh, well, if it's just one publication. I'm just Alex. lazy. I just. <laughs> the pitch isn't the end okay, all. Now, be all. now my mind's expanding. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, yeah. The, the pitch isn't end all be all. Like according to me, uh, listen. All right, listen. Number one, this is the best podcast the, the in Kansas church, City. The church of the I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't I give it. a fuck if I'm nominated or nominated for anything. This is the best podcast in Kansas City. It is the worst. Marketed podcast in Kansas City, <laughs> but it is the best out there. I've listened to them all. State your line. I've heard you out there. You guys, eh? Yeah, you know I got my issues with them. Uh, so just because you're not nominated or, or win or lose doesn't mean you're still not the best. You're up there. You guys are the best. No, thank it's you. I think you're the best. Though. Yeah, it's thank you. To be mentioned, I'm also very biased in my opinion on my podcast. I told you before. <laughs> I told you before we started. I was like, I really like the form. like. I listened to an episode beforehand just to prepare. Like, right the. Just so I'm just not a complete idiot when I walk into a situation. Um, And I like the format. I like just talking. Uh, It's great. Um, Yeah, Pitch, uh, nominated Best Old Fashioned. We're also nominated for um, Best Local Distillery, which blew my fucking mind, honestly. If I'm being honest, yeah, like that blew my mind that we got nominated. Um, We only did a little bit of marketing for it, Mm -hmm. uh, just for the nominations. Um, 
So it was really, 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 really to me. I think doing little events like that probably really helps. You know, like the yeah. like the afterwards event when you when you're doing little stuff. I like love doing events. Uh, I bet you it's, did great at it. That really was wonderful. Fun. I really liked. I really enjoyed your presentation. Um, thank you. Um, yeah. And then we also got nominated for a uh, best new bar. In okay. Yeah, which is also nuts. Um, uh, so I need. Uh, I'm gonna check you out. I just. Um, I've just started some. So. I'm all over the place right now. I'm really th- I'm throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall right now and oh, seeing yeah. what sticks. I, the podcast ain't going that. nowhere. I've been doing it for three and a half years. It's gonna keep. I'm gonna keep plugging away at this. <clears throat> but I started this thing called. As long as you love it, that's what yeah, matters. Yeah. Like that's a, the passion is what's most important. Right. And I started this thing called Pink Drink Reviews. Oh. Where I I, I started a YouTube channel where I go to these different bars and they're like. Two minutes to five minute long yeah. videos. They're really fun. They're really good. Okay, this is kind of fun. I, I kind of like where you're going with this. They're really good. and I've, But I'm not getting the traction I want on them for the amount of effort I put into them. It takes me 12 or 13 hours to edit a three or four minute video. Oh, and shit. I'm not getting a shitload of views on them. But I did just start, but whatever. But then I just started working with somebody else. And we're going to, I think, go really hard at a professional style of doing real videos of this. We just started recording oh, one like, like recording last the week. drink itself or like? At, no, no, no. So uh, to give you an instance, we went to this place called Kobe Q. Okay. It's in the crossroads. It's a Korean place. Yep. So we have a camera, a legit cameraman that's got two multi-thousand dollar cameras. Yeah. Lav mics, whole production, like think like. I don't know, like a Kansas City no. Anthony Bourdain type, no reservations type thing where we're going to go. That's how I felt walking into this room, by the way. I felt like I was walking into like a professional podcast. Thanks, man. This is my, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it. I mean, it's it's not professional. I'm just giving it that is. aura. It is. Well, <laughs> And so we're going. Uh, so me and this gal, her name is Seraphine. I was, she has Seraphine podcast. We hit it off, had a good time together on her podcast. That we're going to start a whole nother thing. Nice. Where we're going, we're we're investing some real fucking shit into this. Uh, a producer, I love that. camera, like it's going to be high quality. So I think I love that moment. Uh, we of can like, come in and do something with you guys too for some, oh, something yeah. like this. Like we'll definitely please come down. Yeah, um, we're gonna. Yeah, please come down. We would love that. Yeah. Um, we love getting out there and like talking to people. Honestly. Yeah, this like, will be great. Oh, that's really cool. I also love. I love when you get like get an idea like that. Like when you get, latch onto something and mm-hmm. then it like it it almost self promotes. Mm-hmm. It becomes a thing and then it becomes a thing and becomes a thing. Like that's honestly how the, like the business the the distillery came about. Like it just became a thing, became a thing, became a thing, uh, and just had momentum. Yeah, I hope that's awesome for you. Seriously, like seriously, like like. That's going to be really cool. It'll be fun. I mean, the pink drink reviews are good, but they're, you know, done with an iPhone. They're a little, not the best quality. They're not bad, but this is definitely like some next level shit. And she's, you know, she, she has, you know, she's putting in some, you know, putting in a lot of, I don't know. This is going to be great. I'm very excited about this. So I know nothing about the podcast world. I mean, I listen this to isn't a, this won't be a podcast thing. This is like a whole, Oh really? Yeah. This is like a whole YouTube show. Like I think no, no reservations. Oh yeah. Like we're going to go and have like in-depth conversation with owners, deep family owners, but like also review and just be drinking and having a good time talking, chopping it up. Like think like a that. cool. Yeah. Thing like know, that, like you want to know the story behind stuff. Sometimes, like you really do. Like you want to know, like why did that person do that? Yeah, yeah. Like why did they create that brand, or why? Why is Murdoch Murdoch kind of thing? Right. Um. 
Yeah, that's really you cool. You like Murdoch so much, you got him tatted on your sleeve there. I did. I did. I got him, ta- uh, yeah, I got him tattooed on my uh, right arm. Old Souls, Curtis, by the way. Um, shout out. He's a great artist. Um, I I got it. I got it tattooed last year around this time just because I was, uh, I was just drowning in red tape. Like, it's, uh, it's not easy. Like, I, I like, I, you know, it's, it's one thing to own a distillery and like run it kind of thing, but like, it's another thing to just like, like it, it, I did not have like a business, you know, like behind me or our massive capital. Where'd or you get the money? Like Friends and family. Really? Yeah. Straight up. Yep. We literally, uh, and then, uh, can I, uh, God, Lee, can I ask how kind of much capital it takes to start something like this? Um, roughly, I mean, you don't have to tell me what you spent, but like how much money do you need to have to kind of even just get your foot in the door to start even thinking about this? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really crazy. I'm, I'm hoping and if to that's a like, bad question, you can say that's a bad question and we can skip past it. No, it's not. A I bad ask question. bad questions sometimes. No, it's a really good question. <laughs> um, like, cause it is different. Like I, I love you guys said, uh, the American dream, right? Like it, it it's really, it's, it's really it's the human dream. It's not the American, it's the human dream. I like that better. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm living, um, it's, it's really weird to think about to like, I feel like I'm living but it's as stupid as it sa- sounds. Cause we always say like, I'm living my best life as you're like fucking three mimosas down. Um, you know, like, but I really feel that like, uh, you know, my home life and, and my family is uh, amazing. The business is doing really well. And I think that's just because we're, we're all living really authentically because we like, it's everything at that point. Like yeah. you were just sacrificing as much as you can. Um, but when it came down to, to just starting it, I had the idea I put together a business plan. Uh, what I started was nothing close to that business plan at all. I, I wanted a, you know, 250 gallon still, uh, big space, tasting room, you know, just cookie cutter model a little bit. Um, where I'm at now is not that at all. I'm in a train tunnel. It's 13 feet wide. It's 40 feet deep. And that's what I got right now. Um, and it, it started. It sounds intimate and sexy. It is. It is both of those things. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> We got some good tunes. Depending on who's down there that night, like it's either like. Some like uh, '90s R&B or like just some weird funk. It's yeah, it's fun. Um, Do you have room for live performances at all or anything? Man, I've been thinking about it outside. Uh, yesterday, yesterday was the Westbound Block Party. That would have been the perfect opportunity for that. Um, it was madness down there. It was really, really cool. But to your point about like starting it right, uh, the uh, yeah, I, I raised money from friends and family. I got about sixty thousand uh, dollars okay. from them. I, I put in a bunch of my own. I took on a few other uh, smaller investors and I took on a, a slightly bigger, uh, not a lot, really, like honestly, not a lot of money, uh, but still in, in the grand scheme of things, if you think about a brand and, and how we launched and where it's at now, um, yeah, we it, and we got to the point where uh, when we opened in January, like we, we had to open, like we like I had just enough money to open, if that makes sense. Like we were like there, we were there, we launched the products and then, then we, we got our first check and then we were able to buy more product to make that product. And like it, and then it just kind of went from there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it was really hard. It was really difficult. Um, but it, it, it paid off like, yeah. What were some of the hardest, hardest times while getting this started or, or, or biggest obstacles or biggest struggles or have there been really big ones or like, has it been fairly easy sailing for the most part? Um, it's been really good lately. Uh, for me, it's, it's just like uh, control. Uh, like like the, it's getting big enough now to where I need to start letting go of stuff. Like I need to like let go of like, 
you know, some of the parlor operations. I didn't let go of this. Um, that's been hard. Uh, getting started, though, like it was just conceptually really hard to like just start that much of a regulated and uh, public business if that makes sense Mm -hmm. uh there's a lot of like personal like you know anxiety around that like oh my gosh like i'm putting out a whiskey i love whiskey right and uh i've been a part of like whiskey clubs here in kansas city and like uh and and i know how people feel didn't know there was such a thing oh there's a lot actually yeah whiskey club yeah yeah, there's a lot of whiskey clubs you know i'm not gonna no it doesn't it sounds like just a bunch of yeah i don't know it's a, they're, they're really fun. And, and like some clubs are, are, are more exclusive than others. And some clubs, um, you know, are more particular about their whiskey than others. And others are just like, hey, we just like whiskey. And all of them are great. Um, but starting a distillery and being part of those and also like, you know, wanting to still be accepted by those was really big. So like coming up with a product that, that did, didn't just like at that point is like personal. Like I didn't want to alienate myself mm. uh, from that. And I don't want to make a bad product and be looked down upon. Uh, right, product, you right, know what I mean? Like, right. I, I wanted something that tasted really Here's good. Here's all my whiskey snobs. I need to like showcase something legit, or else they're gonna just not respect me. Yes, Th- yeah, that's a great way to describe it. And then also having a product that is still acceptable by people that just just like whiskey, you know, in general. And then other people, I want to get people to like whiskey as well. Like, the, I, I, <clears> just a, a really approachable product is what I wanted. Yeah. Do you know which, like, how many? bars in kansas city serve west bottoms whiskey co uh a, a decent amount now yeah uh, a decent amount now yeah i i could try to list some i can i can i can speak to the ones that i know of right now that were significant to me harry's country club i love harry's country club. i do too i'm there all the time i live uh yeah i live basically in Columbus Park. I'm, I'm right. Oh, really? I'm, nice. I'm right by there. Love yeah. Columbus so, like, Park. okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love Harry's Country Club. The, uh, Sunday, their medicine cabinet. You can get forty uh, percent off their medicine cabinet of whiskeys. Yeah. What are you doing after this? Sunday fun day, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sunday fun day, uh, baby. Uh, yeah. It, it's uh, Harry's Country Club. Was, like was huge to me because like I remember going there like years ago and like I love their whiskey selection and like trying to come up with this business. And that's like, where I fell in love I with like, uh, I would love High to West. Be. They yeah. got their, their uh, Midwinter's Night Dram. It's delicious. Oh my god, it's really really. That really, might be that really might be good. my favorite. That might be my favorite. Like affordable. And it's only affordable to me on Sunday when it's forty percent off. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so good. No, I did have you know what I had recently. I won't get into the story because it's a nutty story, but I had the, uh, God damn it. What's the really, the, the Pappy Van Winkle. I had some Pappy Van Winkle. Did you really? Mm-hmm. How was it? Amazing. Yeah? Amazing. It's uh, amazing. I People keep telling me to watch this heist show about this uh, burglary of like a bunch of different Pappy bottles. It's not worth the amount. Yeah. It's not worth the price because the price is, you know, inflated. Right. There's secondary but it was, markets. But I had it like somebody just, I happened to know somebody that had some of it. I was like, dude, can I have just like a little bit? He's like, oh, have as much. And he just poured me a big old. I was like. That's what I love about whiskey like, drinkers, by the way. Whiskey drinkers are like, I love, uh, I was talking to some guy last night, actually, at the distillery, uh, just home bars. I love pictures of home bars. Yeah. He wasn't, like people that listen, like, he yeah. wasn't like. He wasn't even a whiskey drinker. He just oh, he just had it. He just wanted. Do you just hang out with millionaires? He wanted me to. He wanted me to <laughs> hang out with millionaires. He all wanted the time? me to bang his wife. <laughs> oh shit! I know. Uh, I was like, no, but I'm taking your whiskey. 
No, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. At that point, you're just I had like, a, and that was on a podcast, the Seraphine podcast, the girl that you, yeah. that her and I are going to do this show with. I was on her podcast recently, and she busted out a bottle of wine on her show. I was like, oh, this is nice. And I she go, wanted you to to sleep with her aunts. No, is that how no, that went down? Like, I just no, feel like no, this no, is no, just no, happen no. for you no, all the time. No, 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 <laughs> none of this is like completely platonic and not like that. She's married, and it's a business and fun relationship. It has nothing to do with that. But when I was on her podcast, she had some wine that she busted out. I was like, "Ooh, this is nice." I was like, "How much is this?" And she's like, "Oh, this one." And I'm thinking twenty or thirty dollars. She goes, "Oh, this was like two hundred dollars." Oh wow! I was like, yeah, that's a lot. I was like. More, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah. Like if you, like if you're gonna give me some whiskey or some wine, and I ask you, like, you know, if it's something special, I'm like, I'm gonna take a little advantage of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm poor. I'm broke. I live in independence. I'm you take absolutely <laughs> take advantage of those situations. Yeah, for sure. Uh, get as much whiskey as you can. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, uh, I've spent some time like with some of those whiskey clubs, like. Um, Tried some Christopher Elbow chocolate that had just gotten imported, and like it, it, it offers a lot of opportunities to like you know actually try a bunch of different stuff, which is really cool. Because I'd love, I'd like, I've got a bunch of different whiskeys just at the distillery. So like, if anyone comes by or what, just hanging out or like talking to people. Yeah, you were like saying just, earlier that there's a lot of whiskeys you like, and you have your own kind of standards and go tos outside of West Bottoms. What are some of the like? What are some Bourbons, rye, whiskeys that that really have tickled your fancy over the the past few years. Yeah. Um, so as a go to, right? Like I I wanted the Kansas City whiskey to be go to whiskey. Like you just always have that. Mm-hmm. Four rows of small batches. Guests come over. We're having dinner, and afterwards we're gonna you have a little drink yeah. or two. You I can gotta, make a cocktail. You can just drink it neat yeah. or on the rocks, whatever you want. And, thir- and thirty thirty five dollars is like that level of a, like I would say high end table whiskey. Yes. Thank you. High end table whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not high end whiskey. It's not hundred plus right. dollar bottle. But as far as table whiskeys, you've got your lower. You're not talking to your buddy and you're like, hey, this isn't this McCormick. Out. This isn't like He's pouring him a drink. I think like, yeah, there's, there's levels and this is like a high level table whiskey. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So the, the definitely those like four rows of small batches was that for me. Exactly. That That's or so a, maybe a Buffalo Trace at its yeah, lowest level. If you could find uh, an now. Elijah Craig, maybe. I like Elijah Craig mm-hmm. a lot, actually. Um, so those uh, other whiskeys I really like. A Jay Rieger. Yeah. Rieger. Yeah, that for sure. Uh, uh, in terms of whiskeys, I, I, re- I really like and like admire. Uh, Stranahan's out of Colorado is one of my favorites. I don't think I've had that one. Um, it's tall, slender, round bottle, yellow like side hmm. side stripe label um okay. their grain bill reads like a, a like a, a a craft beer honestly like caramel pills like chocolate malt like just a bunch of different stuff that went into that that grain bill and then they make that malt whiskey and they age it and it's just delicious there's a lot of complexity with it uh that's one i really really like quite a bit okay um give me a couple others just some like for people out there looking around for like wanting to try different ones other than yours like what are some good ones that kind of like yeah just some of your I'll list, other good uh I, I, I love all the local brands uh michael's uh lip, wheat whiskey at lifted is great um restless's uh irish whiskeys are delicious union horse is great too um they're all making really good stuff uh for me personally uh 
Uh, Jefferson's has some really interesting stuff right now. Jefferson's uh, is good because I really love secondary aging, and I really want to get into that. Like myself, like throwing the Kansas City whiskey blend into a port barrel would be really interesting, uh, or a rum barrel, or a stout barrel, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like you can you can change the flavor profile a little bit. That port would really bring down that spiciness even more. Yeah, yeah, I think it would. I think it would. I think Michael. How about Antonio. like a champagne barrel? That might be good. That might be better on the wheat, actually. Honestly, uh, if I threw the wheat, I like wheat that idea. Can you do that and call it the uh, Neanderthal whisk, the Neanderthal uh, mix? Yeah, a champagne barrel. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get Murdoch. I'm gonna scruff him up a little bit, and I'm gonna give him. Yeah, a, yeah, just make, a battle yeah, axe. yeah. Give him, a, give, him, give him a battle axe and a bigger, uh, a forward. Oh, uh, he needs a, a brow. brow. Yeah, 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 a, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, a forward-facing brow. Yeah, yeah, and an axe. I and, love that. Yeah, and uh, it's champagne flavored. Uh, yeah, which is yeah, it classes it up, but also like deteriorates it because it's yeah, just yeah, 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 at that yeah, point. Yeah. So you just confuse it. That just an accidental caveman just it just spilled into a champagne barrel. And he put a cork <laughs> yes. on it. You know, he brought it back to his cave to impress his his wife that he clubbed over the head. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, she ooh, ooh check this. Accidentally fell in champagne bottle. Oh we God. drink, we get drunk in eight months. Yeah, and then we fuck. Yeah, produce on, on a rock. Workers, we make children. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Murdoch is at his core. That's like well, that know, was his ancestor, really his Neanderthal ancestor. Yeah, 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 for sure. We all have that. Yeah, a little bit, just like. Ugh. Oh yeah, we, we do. It's or... like eat your gut. It's a, yeah, yeah. There's a guy anyway. Yeah, you're like you just your gut. You just speak from your gut at that point. You're like, eh, yeah, that's that's good. Or yeah, that's bad. I don't know. One or the other. That's all I can fucking discern at this point. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Oh my god, that 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 does. I do have to speak. I I, I feel like I'm in sales mode sometimes. Come but, on, man. Uh, so one of the cocktails we have. This is actually a really funny story. A I lot asked of about don't your know five it. cocktails. We got sidetracked, but you got the best. Uh, one I of the know. best best yeah. uh, old fashions. What what are the other four cocktails on there? Uh, this is a Boulevardier. That's my favorite. What's uh, that? Uh, Boulevardier. It's uh, generally done with Campari, uh, like an Amaro. Uh, we use something called Rondo Spritz, which is uh, I love Camp- Campari. Is great. I don't love Campari. Uh, but Campari is one of those like uh, it's a it's a very for for listeners it's a, that very red red dark red uh, liqueur uh, and it's bitter and it's good and sweet at the same time but it's that bitterness just like stays on your tongue. Rondo Spritz doesn't. Um, we've got a a uh, uh, espresso martini uh, cocktail oh. with the whiskey. Uh, oh, that's interesting. It's called the Whiskey Waker. It's got cold brew, heavy whipping cream. Uh, like a couple of them before work. Yeah, that's uh, how I'd like to start my days, too. Me, too. I'm a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> I see that drive, uh, drive that mail truck all crooked on some uh, whiskey wakers. Yeah, yeah. It, the mail will get there eventually at that point. Yeah, it'll get to somebody. <laughs> yeah. And then we had uh, another cocktail. So uh, uh, we came up with uh, – so I got asked uh, – well, I shouldn't even say this, but we got asked at one point uh, to do a um, – to serve drinks at a – basically a uh, Thursday night happy on, hour. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, Thursday night happy hour for um, uh, Good Juju, I think, was one of the antique stores down there. Okay. So they're like, hey, come come down to the West Bottoms. Charles wants some more whiskey. Is that uh, a... Oh, just help yourself I, I at this like point. I, missed, I feel like I missed out just now. I was like, did everybody just refill again? I was like, no, we didn't. We're just, we just we're saluted. Just talking. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Um, so I told him before <laughs> last last night. I texted him. I said, "Hey, 
I said, bring your drink. I said, noon podcast tomorrow, bring your drinking shoes. Our guest might bring whiskey. Oh, man. Do you guys have drinking shoes? Uh, he's got his. Here's mine. Can man. the camera see these bad boys? Those are good drinking shoes. Yeah. It's a different style of drinking. Any shoe can be a drinking shoe. Yeah, these are, a drink, these are Adidas drinking sandals with a half-assed pedicure that's falling apart. <laughs> I love that. I got Sorrells, by the way. Uh, uh, I always joke about it. I was like, we're a Sorrell family. Never heard of Sorrells, but I'm not. They're, they're basically duck boots. Just, okay. Yeah. I spill a lot of liquids, so. Uh, yeah, uh, this this cocktail, the uh, the there's a whiskey champagne cocktail uh, we came up with. Because honestly, like, yeah. I had no idea. I was just saying champagne bottle. I had no idea. So <laughs> whiskey, so it's an uphill battle, regardless, from a from a bar retail drink standpoint. Uphill battle. All we do is whiskey, right? All right. There's no gin. There's no vodka. There's none of that, right? And like, you're catering to a specific. And, and we can say that, like, right? Specific palate. We're a distillery. What we make is whiskey, and that's that's what we're all about. If you want but whiskey, come to us. The cocktails we make, like, we we want people to 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 gravitate towards whiskey in some fashion please understand it or please understand how it could you know enhance your experience or like you know be in a cocktail uh so the whiskey waker yeah it's like an espresso martini but it's not um we've got this uh, uh we th- we talk about murdoch right and like this is what's funny to me uh whiskey champagne cocktail we got asked to do a uh essentially happy hour for a, a bunch of women at a antique store down the West bottoms on Thursday night. I'm like, Oh my God, all we have is whiskey and old fashioned, like an Arnold Palmer kind of drink. Um, we need to come up with something that people would actually like. Um, especially like that kind of clientele came up with this one. We called it the, um, old women, old, older women for that, like antique shopping or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. What do you come up with? Let me think of what I would come up with. If all, all my base, what would you call it? Whiskey. If you say whiskey, champagne cocktail, we have elderflower liqueur in it, which is... I would call it the Red Hat Society or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, no, we... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I basically pulled it from uh, the just that time period, like 1890s. Uh, called it the uh, Derriere Telegram. I like that. A booty call. Shake your Derriere. Der- ah, booty call. Nice. It's a, Derriere it's a, Telegram. It's a eight, nice. 1890s booty call at that point. Nice. Dearest Abigail. Stop. Nice. You up. Stop. Morse code call. Yeah, Morse code... Yeah. Yeah. What you doing? <laughs> yeah. At that dot, point, yeah. dot, dash, dash. Yeah. yeah. What we, you doing? We, we've we all been there. Yeah. I don't know if we'd take the effort back then to do an actual telegram, but. Are you kidding me? Guys would have taken the effort to do anything. Come on. <laughs> you know how filthy guys are. Come on. What do you think the dating scene was like in the 1890s? Not like what it is now. Uh, 1890s. Were there cars then? Uh, what maybe, was that? Maybe one yeah, or two I, in a, a town. I am so... Mm, ignorant when it comes to American history. I think when it comes to certain time periods, 1890s. I feel like it was just dating like, scene. I think it was like you were. It depends on if you were in a city or rural. And yeah. it was just if you bumped into some some young. You're probably younger. Yeah. 18, 19. 18, well, you're, you were married by the time you were like you know, 20. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Yeah, it was yeah very early. Yeah, very different times. Times are different now for sure. I really don't know. I don't know. Eighteen. I. I mean, I. I. Uh, I, just I, I married. You just meet them. I married very very early, right? And then I got divorced, and then like going into a dating scene that didn't have like the social media aspect kind of thing. Like I didn't. That was new to me. That was crazy. What, date, very, did you use dating apps? 
yeah, like dating apps and stuff like that. Like that was very, very, very new to me in my thirties. Uh, like I didn't have that experience, you know, like, did you like it? Um, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It's, uh, it's how I met, how I met my woman now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like, uh, we found each other random crazy night. I won't share that story though, by the way, it's a great story. I'll share it after we <laughs> stop. But yeah, it's a great story. Oh, uh, that's how I met her. And like, there's a lot of trust in a lot of like those uh, crazy, um, unique experiences that are, you know, different, like in, and as you're trying to grow and, and she expand. helps you come up with your recipe, huh? She did, yeah. She's a she's a an amazing worker. She works really hard. She cares about it. She takes care of my daughter a lot. Uh, you know, she's she's just a great, 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 great fucking woman. Nice, good woman. Right, yeah, good for, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. She came up with uh, yeah some of that some of that kind of stuff. But no, yeah. beautiful. There's a woman behind Murdoch's uh, recipe. There is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keeps everything flowing. It's a, it takes a lot of people to like make that happen. That's something I had to like come to terms with too. Like, I try to do it on my own for a long time, and um, I know that there's feeling. a lot of potential with Murdoch, and uh, more people is gonna make that happen a little bit faster. I love so. it because it's it is representing. I love that the, you got the KC on the hat because it's representing Kansas City. Like I'm hardcore Kansas City. I love KC. Oh my god, KC is no on one, my heart. Like, no I one love loves this. Kansas City more than Kansas Cityans. Yeah, I, and you know what? I wasn't born and raised here. I chose to move and live here. What? Where'd you? Where are you from? All over, man. I'm a mutt. Uh, I sp- so I spent time in Jacksonville, Florida, as a kid. I've been to Jacksonville, Alabama. Jackson, Alabama. What is that? Alabama. Oh, Jackson. Jacksonville, Jackson, or Jacksonville, Alabama, or something like that. Arkan- yeah, Alabama. That place is nuts. I imagine Jacksonville, and you were Jacksonville, Florida. Florida's just nuts in general. Oh, it's insane. Uh, Florida man is a whole thing. They have a law about journalism, like where they have to basically state like any article or any title of an article. Florida man, Florida man did this. Florida woman did this kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's a nuts town. I, uh, I, I enjoy it. So my parents divorced when I was very young. Uh, no, about me like too. Five or six. Eh, divorced or my dad just left. Oh God. Do you still hear the door shutting? Uh, I was too, I was <laughs> every too young. Every night before you go to bed, you're just like, that's what you go to sleep to. I was too young night. for that. I don't remember. Oh, Who knows? God. Thank God for that. Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, my parents split. I moved to Florida with my sister, and uh, we, we lived there for many years. Um, and then I came back to Kansas City, uh, lived in Lee Summit, and went to high school there. Uh, then I spent a very short, like about a year and a half in Jacksonville, like as an adult job, uh, working for a bank down there. And uh, yeah, just it's it just a weird, weird vibe just between the both. I mean, I was born in in, in Wyandotte County, uh, and then I spent time in Duval County in Jacksonville. I love Wyandotte. I do too. I really do. I really love Wyandotte. It's a, I love old Wyandotte. Let me let me revise that. I love old Wyandotte. Pre- Strawberry Hill. Uh, sure, I guess that's, Strawberry Hill is fine, but like pre legends, pre oh, pre yeah. pre racetrack. Like I like dirty. I like crime dot. Uh, crime dot. Yeah. I tell people I'm just like a walking trash bag between yeah. like Jacksonville, Florida and in, in, in Wyandotte. No shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are like, well, I'm surprised you didn't come in with a wife beater and jorts on. Well, that's what's on underneath this. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> that's my go. I, I dressed up today. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why not? I love Wyandotte County. I, I'm hoping to get out there soon and like, yeah, yeah. Just kind of preach the gospel of Murdoch a little bit and see if we can get some whiskey in there too. Hell yeah. Strawberry Hill's got some great bars, but. I hear that. I hear there's some good spots out there. It's, uh, I don't go to the Kansas side 
too mm. often. I just, I don't know, I just don't. Yeah. Oh, there's some good spots. It's hard sometimes. They have very different yeah. liquor laws. So. What are uh, so if we're going to West Bottoms, into the West Bottoms area? Yeah. What is your spot like? What are the hours of operations? All that jazz. If people want to come check you guys' place out, what do we? Uh, you know. Yeah. Give so one on one. Yeah, you take. Yeah, yeah. Take 35. Uh, get off on the 12th Street Bridge. Uh, go down. Take a left. Take a left. We're on 13th Street. Uh, right in the heart. We're on the same block as the Beast. Uh, we're open. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's unassuming. We've got like big barrels outside now and like picnic tables and stuff like Place that. Will, probably, will it get pretty bumping during uh, the haunted house time, you think? Not as much as you think. Okay. Uh, yeah, just a different crowd down there for sure. Um, Younger? Yeah. Probably no, a lot of pre twenty one year olds down there for the beast in the edge of hell. Oh yeah, we we've been carding. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've been uh, yeah, we've been carding for sure. Uh, just because, yeah, we just yeah want to make sure it's just different. I remember going there as like a sixteen year old, like just like that was like what we did in the fall, kind of thing. Uh, no, it's, it's really so cool. expensive. It's it so expensive. expensive. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, also, yeah, just to have that much anxiety and like a heart attack. <laughs> I don't like, care about I'm, that. It's not. I've, I did it one time. And it was fine, but I was like, what is it, like $50 or something It's like, like 40 something bucks, yeah. 40 something bucks to go That's through an old yeah. warehouse. And it's cool, I get it, but it's to me, it just, I can't justify spending that kind of money on that for yeah. me. Yeah, but your 16-year-old self might have. Well, that's a whole well, my 16-year-old yeah. self was yeah. spending mommy and daddy's money, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm spending my hard-earned money, I'm like, eh, like you know that. what? I think I'd rather get a couple bottles of uh, West Bottoms Whiskey Co. for oh, the collection. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, that's where I'm thinking. I'm like, can I do it? Uh, can I spend on Edge of Hell or can I get some dope-ass whiskey? Listen. It's going to last longer. Give me some whiskey. Yeah, it's not going to last as long. It's going to last about the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, good thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm crushing that bottle in about forty five minutes with, uh, with my friend. It's right? a hard yeah, week. I'm, I'm yeah, I get that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're open Fridays, uh, Fridays and Saturdays. Um, That's oh, it. Uh, yeah, right, right now we're hoping to expand hours soon. Um, we're open till midnight too. By the way, like dope. The, we really want people to come down to the West Bottoms and like feel comfortable there and like it's a safe space. It really is. Okay, good. Uh, and it's unique and it's like it's beautiful down there and. Uh, especially like fall coming up, like I'm really excited for people to be down there because it's a it's a. Fun you haven't experience. had a fall yet, right? Because no. you've been down there since January. Yeah, yeah, we've just been down there. Yeah, just so since you're January. gonna get a you're gonna get a yeah maybe you'll get to check out what the edge of hell crowd is like this year. Yeah, look guys, we have picnic tables and speakers and drinks, and that's that that should be enough. Do you have right? an house? Do you have a patio? Yeah. How yeah. is your patio? It's nice. We uh, is it nice? Like is we, it nice we, or is it like it, it's it's fine? It works. We, but well, it's very. You know it, what I mean? There's different patios. There's some good patios. Okay, and there's okay. Some, I get it. I get it. Like you're. I'll be you, honest. You're a classy ass patio. Not classy ass, but like you know, Harry's Country Club's a dope ass patio. That is a dope patio. La Bodega's a dope ass patio. Yeah, it is. Uh, the Canary, John's oh, Big yeah. Deck. Yeah. Like there's oh, some. I haven't been there yeah, since they remodeled. Check it out. Don't you check it out? Uh, maybe today. You want to come out there today? They got. Uh, and let me yeah. can I make I got to make an uh, an ad advertisement right now <laughs> real quick so I, God, I my hope pink you're paid my, for this yeah my <laughs> my pink drink episode I went to John's Big Deck and beforehand I said there's their menu kind of sucks it's not that good but I'm going there for the drinks and blah blah and for their burger whatever yeah. blah 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 now that they've cha they've changed their menu recently 
Oh. I don't know if they got a new chef or whatever, but their menu is different. It's fucking fire. Really? I stand behind. They got uh, those uh, barilla tacos. Barilla tacos. Oh, they got those. Yeah. They got some good fried mushrooms. Like, I am all about John's Big Deck right now. Uh, I JBD retract my, has good food. Yes. I retract my statement of them not having great food. They've, they've re-upped. They've revamped. It's legit fire food right now as far as bar food goes. Ooh, it's there. good. I should, I so, should go. Your patio our, our compared patio. to some of the others. Like it, it, I'm not saying is it. I'm sure it's fine, but like you know, let's be honest. We I mean, surround it. Like, well, we don't have a lot of options. Like, honestly, like, I know. Think about the West. That's Bottoms, fine. Uh, West Bottoms is dope, and insides and a whole other thing. But your patio, you know, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, it's a it's one a, out of it's ten. An entrance. It's a walk up basically. Like we we're we're in an old train tunnel. Uh, in a building like that's okay. what our space is like it's it's yeah like 13 feet wide by 40 feet deep and like th- that's it and like I mean that's cool and sexy in its own thing yeah right yeah it definitely is I'm I mean, not like, trying to disparage gotta, people from coming I just want an honest review on your patio yeah. that's all <laughs> we, we don't have a ton of seating uh, but our patio is great uh, okay good I love it uh, like it's out in the street uh, but we have a nice like little brick pack paveway and like it's it's all surrounded by barrels like that's what we have like the, all honestly right. like that's we have, sexy we have barrels that's sexy to me. i have barrels that we can those can that's be barriers unique. and we got picnic tables and okay um and good music a lot of r&b we play a lot of r&b yeah, i don't know what's going on with that but i'm not like, a huge r&b fan. Uh, hey, R&B did the move, right? we're just trying to get that yeah we're just trying to set the vibe R&B in the west bottoms like, all right r&b's fine but i <laughs> R and B is a very particular taste. Uh, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's a palette suitable to a, a significant few. I don't know. I everybody says I need R and B in my life, but eh, I'm fine. I, you know, I bet if we put on R and B in here, you'd be like, okay, that's a dope song. Don't act. Look, I do. Don't don't act like I don't know what R and B is. I know it. It's just there's a few things I know what I like and I know what I don't like. I I can handle some R and B, but. Like I'm not trying to li- I don't know Regardless of what Ryan says It's a really nice patio I'm not saying it's bad <laughs> I'll check it out myself Yeah Yeah please come down Please do But I'm thinking like Can you do some live music there That'd be kind of dope We could yeah Yeah uh, We we could do a little bit of live music out there I thought about getting the one man band From the uh, city market To come down and perform sometime Yeah Just uh, I mean it fits With the motif mm-hmm. um, Or maybe we could get some other some other people down there but yeah it's all it, it's still very um wild west down there in the west bottoms a little bit like it's just it's not a lot of oversight right now like people like there's still not a lot of businesses down there that i like are to open. come up instead of it though they're really trying to yeah, revamp really cool. it and they're really trying to just kansas city has been going through a renaissance recently yeah like since We're i mean it's been it slowly but it's been like <sighs> since the sprint center yeah that first really started the the start the change, and then once the Royals hit the World Series, I think that kicked it up a whole nother notch. Big deal. And then we got fucking Patrick Mahomes and Super Bowl and playoff runs and dynasty stock dynasty yep. talk, and so like and then we got Google and we got the streetcar. Like there is a come up in in Kansas City right now that is a force to be reckoned with. 
And I think it's nice that you're kind of catching that wave. And yeah. I think I think the West Bot like so we had downtown getting that resurgence. You got one light, you got two light, then you got the crossroads with all those micro brews and distilleries and parlor and mm-hmm. other artist art places, you know, they're blowing up. Then you got Westport trying to clean up their act. Mm-hmm. Plaza's doing their thing as usual, whatever, fuck down. Yeah. And then the plaza gonna be <laughs> plaza but whatever. Don't don't hate on it. We need the plaza we need the rich people to spend their money and get them tax dollars too. That's right. You know what I mean? But then the West Bottoms is kind of hanging. Like, we got the West Bottoms, and then we got Do you want to know 18th, why that is? And we got 18th and Vine. Oh, yeah. Like, we got these two areas that, like, we're needing there. We need that. The, like I said earlier, the, the rising tide raises all ships. Well, those yeah. are the, the two ships that need to start coming up, too, is the 18th and Vine and the West Bottoms. And it, I, I, will, I, mean? I will share something real quick. Uh, I, got, I, I got a hold of, through a friend of mine, through one of the whiskey guilds who talked to Vine Street Brewing. Who just opened first right. all black owned brewery in Kansas City, like which is fucking amazing. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I got five gallons of their stout. Distilled oh, it down. I'm gonna age it. Yeah, I just oh, did a, I just yeah. did a, a, a stripping run and a spirits run on it. It's delicious. It smells better than I thought. It tastes better than I thought. Like I'm I'm excited to see what it does in a barrel. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, Wait, you took their stout and you're aging it in one of your whiskey barrels? I distilled it and then I aged it. I'm Are you distilled age their beer? Yeah. Wow. There's alcohol in there. I'm going to strip it out and turn it to, yeah, whiskey. I like that. I do like the idea of putting it in a whiskey barrel, too, though. Do you have whiskey barrels? Oh, yeah. They're a lot. Could you put yeah. beer? Do you have one you could put beer in? Like, wouldn't that be? I, I, yeah. I, Sorry, man. I'm not trying to be whatever, but as a home brewer and whatever, like, I would think about taking a stout and putting that in one of your whiskey barrels you and could, aging you, it in that. You could take a, a yeah. bourbon barrel stout. Yeah, absolutely. I've touched a few breweries around town. Like, uh, you could take one of those barrels and just like throw a beer in there. But why don't just... you do that? Can you do that? Oh, I don't sell beer. What kind? But can you do it like a small? Like, can you just take one of your barrels and put the 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 Eighteenth and Vine Brewery stout into that barrel and age it? And... Yeah. What makes more sense is for for me to give them a barrel. Like I'll, I'll give yeah, the, yeah, I would, there you go. I would, I would give them a well, vice versa as long as we yeah. can get this beer out to me. Long, oh yeah, that's a, the most me. important thing. Alex, I don't give a fuck. Make fifty-five <laughs> gallons. I'm like trying to think of the business aspect. Give, I'm no, like, no, no, why no, would no, I do no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> You're like, just give me beer. No, no, I'm like, I want. Oh. I just want a six-pack out of the whole batch if I can. Just come do that for me, please. <laughs> I would just, I would just give them a barrel at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's really cool. Yeah, 18th of Vine and in West Bomb West Bombs is crazy just because the uh, majority of the majority of the place is uh run by the oh you're just fucking <laughs> you're like a little bit more uh, a little bit more I'm I, you know I'm a little drunk you know I'm getting a little bit more bold I'm throwing my empty glass in front of you so, like you know Charles, Charles let's go some too hey. um, um this is the last one this last mine too you don't have to tell it yeah mine too. Yeah. Until that's the cameras we, are off. I was gonna say that's what we all say. Yeah. It's, it's eight AM. What are we doing here? Yeah, just, well, you, know, you gotta get you gotta um, get your morning started right. No, the uh the, the neighborhood's crazy. Uh the neighborhood like uh Kansas City really is a, a city of destinations. Uh which, which is what I love, right? Like uh we're going out tonight, we're gonna go to Westport, we're gonna go to the plaza, we're gonna yeah. start here and then we're gonna there and then we're gonna go to crossroads. Uh and people plan their own pub crawls and like it's it's just yeah. really cool. There's a lot of really great uh Bars, restaurants, and just industry like areas culture. in Kansas City. Yeah, and West a Bottoms. Kansas City culture. Yeah, yeah. And, and West Bottoms has its own, and uh, so does 18th and Vine. Like that whole area, like the Truce Paseo, like uh, 
you know, corridor, like it's, it's, I'm really excited to see what happens there. And like everything that I've, I've heard in the news lately has just been really good shit out of there. And the West bottoms has its own aspect too. Uh, the majority of the building, like property down there isn't owned by like property management companies. So like okay. companies, right? Like think about it. Uh, there, there's buildings, companies own buildings, right? Uh, West bottoms is unique in the fact that like the majority of those old, old, old buildings are owned by just like families and, and dudes. Oh sure. It's like the green Bay Packers. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's like the green Bay Packers it's owned by everybody. Yeah. Um, but like, so they get, they get say at that point as to what goes down there and, and how they want that neighborhood to go. A lot of antique stores, a lot of, uh, you know, right. haunted houses, but it's changing very quickly. There's yeah, a barbecue restaurant. Some good restaurants some good bars, Lemonade Park down there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all of it's changing. Panther's really. Place. You got that uh, oh, Gold, gold Knox. Gold got, Knox is great. Uh, what's that? What's the, what's the place with the gravel? Uh, and the out kind of outdoor bar and insort sidebar. Oh, across. ship. Nah, not that place. Not uh, that place is cool too. Mm, the vaccine mandate, though. Yeah. Uh, no, it's right across from Gold Knox. The camp, camp something. Mm. Campground. Campground. Yes. By camp the way, ground. I really like. I I gravitate towards them quite a bit because they are also like. This is also personal note, but like, uh, uh, Chris and his wife and their daughter. By the way, started that. Like, I relate to that. Like, they okay. are. They How old's like, their daughter? Uh, six. She's a year older than my daughter. They, That's so fun. What a great age. They've hang, they've hung out a couple times before, nice. uh, which is really awesome. And I, I really admire them. They fucking they took a fucking risk. Good for them. Did you have like a little like, kid like that? Like that? Oh, it's scary as shit. Right? Like, I can't imagine. Like, uh, yeah, it took a huge risk. Uh, and so I, 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 I and, bring, and to that. raise a kid in that kind of environment, like I have, a, I hard. have a, I have a five year old and an eight year old, and I'm trying to raise really cool kids yes and so i'm like letting them know that have an open mind and i'm taking them to first fridays every other fridays i take my daughter down to messenger cafe for nice for the whole city i love that by the way like all kinds of stuff man i'm trying to raise cool kids and do really cool unique shit like experiences that. yeah like, yeah really unique. good for them whether they go to a coffee shop or like whatever like their day-to-day is just different right mm-hmm. because cause they live in a city they live yeah. close to a city we're riding the streetcar we're going to science city we're going to river market like all that shit we're going to grinders we're going to parlor and watching live music and yeah. getting pizza in my mind that all, all that does like as, as a parent it shapes them it shapes yeah. them to 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 be accepting of yeah. like, different cultures and different you know, atmospheres and different lifestyles. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really different all across the board. And like living in the city is, is great for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. Kids rule. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. Kids fucking rule. We all got they, kids they here. You got a they kid, run Charles? Shit. Yeah. He's got, yeah. Oh, yeah he's got shit. a couple. Yeah. My daughter's five. She's uh, a four. She just, she just had her birthday. Now we got, we got four or five, five, eight. We got all kinds of ages of little chicks in here. Uh, they're all young and in, in control, as you said. Yeah. yeah. They're in control. Oh, my daughter. <laughs> my, <laughs> my daughter's got me wrapped around her stupid little finger. It's yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I admit it. I, I won't admit it. I get it. She doesn't really, but she kind of does. It's like a, it's a balance. Yeah, yeah, there's a balance for sure. It's we've, a balance. We've had to set boundaries recently, like my, you know, you know, my my girl and I, my, like my ex-wife, like too, like just like finding consistency in that is really, really fucking hard. Uh, What's wrong? What's wrong, Charles? Like, Are you drunk I, now? No, it ain't that. I've had a lot of these, so now I'm feeling it for real. Oh my god! But I'm gonna tell you right now, though, the rye on here, 
of any rides I've ever had. And my boy really drinks a lot, and he drinks like good. Charles shit. is talking. If you can't hear him, I'm like, no, he's I'm talking about the rye whiskey. Yeah, this is the best rye whiskey I ever had. This best. Wh- this is the best rye whiskey Charles has ever had. Take that for what it's worth. The only reason why he's saying that is because because people I know that drink rye, people he knows that drink rye, rye, and he don't like that shit. But he I like likes this. this shit. He likes this. He's also drunk. Sorry, I just want to leave it like that. <laughs> I'm leave it off. The cameras are all pointed down at this point. Uh, nothing's recording. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's all just a mess at this point. It's all a mess. This is a mess. This is what I do. This is what. That's how I. I enter situations and everyone leaves like drunk, belligerent, and uh, confused. On positive note. Well, so do that's how it works on my podcast too. I'm learning that, Ryan. Thank you. I'm I'm just gonna leave here confused and be like, what the what the what the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might walk out of here a little bit funny with your asshole hurting, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a weird vibe when I walked in here. I, I mean, I love the space, but uh, there's a lot of cameras. You know, here. like I if you don't know, I have a secret button underneath this table that locks all the doors. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, you hear the clicking sound just now? I heard it, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that vibe here for sure. Yeah, I get the fuck out of here. Alex, this was amazing. Yeah, I can't, seriously. Yeah, I'm really... You. Thank you, for you. I was uh, I was in my head. I was I was hoping you were going to have a time and really wanted to do this because I got a vibe like you were kind of up for... Whoever was running your social media was like, yeah, we'll do it. I'll tell him, but I, I hope this was a good experience. It for was you. great for me. I was really excited about it. Like, uh, I'm very tired today, but like, I was, I got amped up for this. Honestly, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, like I want to talk. I love the format. I listened to the last episode, like, and I. Yeah. Well, listen, subscribe and like, and and listen to more episodes. I got a lot oh, of good episodes. Like, yeah, he's a, Ryan's really funny, by by the way, guys. So Everybody I, knows that. Yeah, if anyone's listening to this for the first Thanks. time, like, it's a no good plan. podcast for sure. <laughs> I love podcasts, so yeah, it's a good podcast. Mm-hmm. NeanderTalkPodcast.com. You can find me at NeanderTalkPod.com. NeanderPodcast.com. I'm going to, uh, yeah, Patreon, whatever. That's my, if you came here, not for me. Or you, if you're just into caveman shit. If you're into caveman shit, they take big shits. <laughs> big shit like a dinosaur did it. Yep. That's how we do. Yeah. yeah. NeanderTalk. NeanderTalk. Well, pimp your stuff right now. Uh, not like we haven't been doing it this whole time, but if there's any last words you would like to say. I'm just really happy to be out in the market. and link. Yeah. Oh, yeah. West Palms Whiskey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. West Palms Whiskey Co. Uh, this is our social tag. West Palms Whiskey Co. Dot com. Or actually, just sorry. West Palms Whiskeys. Uh, dot co. Um, check that out there. Um, come in for a drink, for a tour, or just just buy it and taste it. Just give it a shot. Like we just really want people to drink whiskey, and like we want Kansas City to be a whiskey town, and we we want to be a catalyst for that. So yeah. Hell yeah. Us. Alex, I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, thank I appreciate you, Ryan. you doing the West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Uh, I'm glad I met you. I'm glad I tried your old fashioned. I'm glad we got to do this. Yeah. I think we uh, just budded a beautiful little friendship here. I love that. Cheers to that. Yeah. Everyone's going to take a nap after this, by the way. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Salute. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Alex, I, I really do. I appreciate it. Thank you for doing this. And, yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, I, I wish you continued success. I hope you are starting to age barrels for 12 years at some point. I, I will. And I hope yes. you are just, I hope you blow up. I hope you are a household name where you have. Thank you. Yeah. Nothing but just continued fucking success, bro. I fucking love it. Cheers. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Seriously. Whatever, man. Bye. <laughs>